What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the 91st episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my situational friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Hey, hey, hey! There is not a lot going on here. (laughs) Sitting here drinking some beer, ready to chat about some swoga, and, uh, you know, go through all that other nonsense. What's going on with you? Oh, I am just enjoying... The Boys of Summer. If you don't know, yesterday was opening day, and my Diamondbacks Indeed. are back, and I am stoked. One, uh, what was it, 8-2, I think, yesterday for the Diamondbacks? Very so, nice. Uh, and it was weird, because they didn't start their ace, because he was injured. Uh, he's not starting until Saturday. So our third best pitcher started on opening day, and we still threw it down. So I'm pretty stoked about Very this nice. season. Hopefully we well, can catch good. the uh, the the Dodgers this time around, but uh, I know Mike Mitsu would uh, hate for that to happen. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Cool. Yeah. Uh, How's like a national holiday? Oh yeah, it's a great day. Great day yesterday. I'm not really that affiliated with the baseball team, so I, I'm not quite as excited as everyone else. But uh, you know, maybe if Oklahoma finally got an MLB team or something, I might be a little bit more excited. See, I was wondering, I was going to ask you that because I really don't know. There's no, is, there's not a baseball team in Oklahoma, right? Nope. We we have a farm league uh, team for, I don't even know who it is now, but Dodgers maybe. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, we the closest team's probably the Texas Rangers, but uh, like I, I, I half root for them and I like to see uh, the Brewers do good because my heart's in Wisconsin. But other than that, I... Yeah, Yeah, it was funny because growing up here in Arizona, for the longest time, the only thing we had was spring training, which I say only thing. Everyone flocks here in the middle all through March to watch spring training games because, you know, people from the East that move to the West, the best time to see their baseball teams for cheap is to come just to Arizona in March and come see the spring training games. But yeah, we finally got our own team in 1988 or 97, 98 was the first season. And I remember when it was announced the year before that we were going to baseball team, it was amazing. And I've loved them ever since today. This year is the 20th anniversary for the Diamondbacks. So pretty, pretty sweet year. It'll be fun. 
Very nice. So what are we what are we going to do next week? Because it's something we've not done for a little while. I don't. Yeah, think. Uh, somebody was just asking us about this. Uh, it's one of our favorite things to do. Q and A for sure. Q and A is back. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a uh, you know another channel on our Discord where you can go submit all your questions, and we'll be able to dig through those and read them. Any questions you've got, go throw them in there. You can also email them to us, theshatteredorder at gmail.com. And if you email us an audio file of your questions, you know, we'll play it on the show and then answer. So, yeah, um, do that because that will be a hell of a lot of fun. We love answering questions. Uh, you know, ridiculous questions, rational questions, stupid questions, funny <laughs> questions. We, we don't care. All questions. All questions welcome. Now, first question I want to ask that we've missed already, but I knew it was probably going to come up a little later. We'll just do it right now. Okay. And that is, what are you drinking? Well, this week I am having a delicious beer from the Craft Beer Club. It is a River Horse Special Ale, an American Amber. It is a 5.5%. It is pretty delicious. It kind of... The flavor profile is a little flat at the end. It doesn't have a whole lot of kick, but it's really smooth. Pretty tasty. It is from... I, I have no idea where this freaking thing's brewed from. I am trying to find it, and I don't see it. Um, but yeah, it is... Uh, it's pretty good. Love me some Craft Beer Club. Uh, what are you having? I am having a... What is called the Madtown Nut Brown Ale. That's a good from, beer. Uh, ale, from Ale Asylum, and it is freaking delicious. Yep. I'm loving that, it. I don't know why. This is from Madison, Wisconsin, by the way. Mm-hmm. So uh, for uh, Zara there, I don't know if you've heard of this one or if you even drink, but there you go. But yeah, this thing's delicious. I don't know why I'm getting beers that you've already had the month prior, but... I'm okay with that because it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, that, it is a really good beer. I'm really hoping that you end up getting the peanut butter porter because, God, that beer was good. Yeah, that one wasn't in this last one, but uh, I would look forward to that for sure. Yeah. Um. So another question, or another update, I should say. Next week on the podcast, we will be announcing our March Madness Tournament winner, for the Blue Designs giveaway. And right now, it's things are just crazy. Things have just gone crazy throughout this thing. Because people that the people at the top right now can barely get any more points, right? Because one of them has U of A, my team. Not my bracket, but my team. Nolan has uh, Arizona as his guy. So he's probably not going to get too many more points. But he's up at the top with 770. And the next person has 700. So it's it's going to be tight. It's going to be interesting. Nice. Literally, if Loyola wins the championship... It's going to be crazy. He'll win. Wow. He'll win because there's also three people just below him. One that picked Kansas, one that picked Villanova, and one that picked Michigan. So if any of those three win, that person is probably going to win our giveaway. So it'll be interesting to watch in the uh, this coming weekend. I'm pretty excited for that. It's yeah. like, I'm not really even that excited for the games. I'm just kind of excited to see which one of our listeners has actually actually made it through this this month of uh, March Madness, because it's been nasty. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's no kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we've got that, and we've also got some other exciting stuff. We have a couple new Patreons, so big huge shout out to Talvonus, if I am pronouncing that correctly. I hope I am. Thank you. Uh, Recoil and Elusive One also, uh, those are our new Patreons for the month of March. We really appreciate it. And on top of that, Ringer upped his pledge on Patreon, which we really appreciate. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. So, thanks to all you guys. Yes. And... Um, the uh, you know we do the roster reviews as well. I just did a roster view, review the other day with Jodo Cast, which was a whole lot of fun. And um, uh, Ringer and Talvonas have roster reviews, assuming they want them uh, here pretty soon. And what we're gonna do is all those roster reviews. I'm gonna start posting, making sure I get all those posted on the Patreon site. Those will be for our patrons to go and listen to uh, exclusively. So if you want to go check out the roster reviews and see what kind of advice we're giving, you know, go sign up, uh, become a patron, and you can go check those out. Yep. Definitely can. It'll be fun. Indeed. So I think it's Um, time for the first sultry voice of the evening. Oh, I think it is. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? <laughs> well, time to talk about what we did in Swoga this week. All right, so you already did the sounder. You I know. Need to do a I know, second sound. I know. I know. I'll, I'll, it's, <laughs> it's a bad habit. All right, so uh, this week, the Shattered Order, excitingly. Is on to our second heroic, uh, heroic Sith raid right now. We failed our first one, which was really exciting. Um, we we love failing the heroic raids. Our third one total, second one this week. Second one post uh, Stormtrooper Han nerf. Yes, touche. Good point. Um, yeah, so we've been kind of testing with that, seeing how that goes. Uh, this one is going so much better than. You know, just the previous one we did with more people getting their RJT teams leveled up and, you know, kind of figuring out the mechanics and how it works and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, Um, it's, uh, I finally remembered how phase two works because I couldn't last raid. So I, I, my scores are back to where they were. So I'm pretty happy with that. Well, that's good. Uh, Not to mention, I got the checks mixed to finally work today. So that was nice. nice. Hell yeah. Uh, how'd your checks mix do? Uh, not as good as I want because I had uh, my belief on how offense, the offense you get from the team around you works was wrong. So now that I know what it actually is and how it really works, I got to do some uh, remodding. remodding. Yeah. Because I thought it difference. was... Lit- I w- I was thinking of it at like potency, like a potency number, right? So if, with potency, if something adds tit twenty percent, you just get a straight twenty percent potency chance or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So I was thinking one hundred percent offense just meant one hundred percent offense added to that person's offense, instead of one hundred percent of that character that you're getting the offense from yep. offense. So yep. the more offense you put on them, the better you do. Well, I don't have any offense on those dudes. I just had. 
I just figured they were giving 100% flat. Every four of them gave the same amount for each one, and that was it. That is not the case, so I need to fix that. But I did get 2.5%, so wasn't too bad. Nice. Very exciting. Yeah, um, I did a pretty quick run with my checks Mix team. I didn't really have a whole lot of time to mess with it, but I got a pretty decent run in there anyway. Um, I've been really focused on my Phase 1 and 2 teams. I was really mad. I screwed up my Phase 2 run. Um, I I think I got 2.8%, and I was running... Uh, Boba lead with Leia, Pathfinder, Hermit Yoda, and Sabine. And I got 2.8%. I could have done a lot more, but what was awesome was I, th- I think I got, I can't remember if I got four, I think it was four armor shreds on there. And my Leia was hitting for over 50k per hit. So when she would triple tap, it was 150k. I mean, she was doing some pretty awesome damage. And now that I've kind of figured out how to make that team work in Heroic, uh, I went through, I remodded, I added even more gear to Sabine, more gear to Pathfinder, added a bunch of speed and survivability to Pathfinder. And I think, I really think this team can do well over 4% pretty easily. Uh, It does some awesome damage. I basically have Leia set up to have as much offense as possible you know, uh, offense primary on the plus and the arrow, and then maximizing offense numbers and crit damage everywhere that I can. Um, You know, I'm able to do that because she doesn't get hit. Like, she doesn't need survivability. She never gets hit until Enrage because she's stealth the whole time. The AoE doesn't hit her? Um, Don't believe so. Not, Not that I recall. Huh. Gotcha. I wonder if she has foresight. I don't know. I'll have to pay more attention. No, she. I mean, she's full health, yeah. full protection the whole time. So, well, you got Hoda in there, right? Yep. Oh yeah, that's true. So even if so, so she's probably she's probably taking negligible yeah, that's, that's but damage and then getting healed right back up. So, yep, makes hey, sense. Yeah, I, chose the, I did. Go ahead. Going. I was gonna say I did the tried the old Ben uh, Wampa team mm-hmm. with Sabine. Same deal. My old Ben's gear nine, so he's not really optimal right now. But I think I got two point three percent with the Wampa team. Old and I ben think Wampa team. So I think the old Ben's more for the evasion and the turn meter gain, just to make things go faster. So if he dies, you know who gives a shit. But uh, oh, he yeah. dies. He dies quickly. Yeah. But I made it. That's fine. As long uh, as I'm. As long as Wampa's doing, you know, 90% of the damage, then we're good. I think Elon so. Mustard got like 4.7% or so with that team. He really wrecked it today in Phase 2. It was pretty awesome. Um, so, I think next raid, him and I are going to have a competition, see who can do more damage, the uh, the Hermit Yoda team or the Wampa team. Kind of excited to see how that goes. Um, <laughs> That'd be cool. I need to remod Boba, I- though, because... If I can, I still think I need a little. I still think I need a few more gear twelve salvage to get that last piece on uh, Bumble. Yeah, you see that and say Wampa. Ah, damn it! I said it. I told myself earlier today I'm just going to say Bumble all night so that I never get any (laughs) 
of the other one counted against me. Yeah, I am fighting fighting hard on the yawns. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you get that gear twelve Wampa, and man, he 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 really starts to smash that ass. So uh, uh, <laughs> he is, Heck yeah, God, he's so good. Uh, he's an mate. So I don't know what you're running in arena, but there is a Rex Wampa Mother Talzin. Scion and yeah. Kenobi team in my arena. I hate that bloody Wampa. He like full health, full protection. He will just completely wipe out my poor Raidhan. One hit, just oh done. yeah, like Raidhan, Mister Rebel with a squishy, squishy yeah. butt. And I even have the uh, the. You know the health gear on him from Gear Twelve to give him six thousand health or whatever. I mean he's mm-hmm. he's 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 modded pretty well, but uh, yeah, he just smashes his ass into oblivion. He uh, <laughs> said it twice now. All right, um, my favorite line. <laughs> it is. It is. You are the Lord. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, Anything see, else this week? Yeah, the uh, the other... Well, just in general, the Gear 12 pieces are freaking game changers for the raids. So, the multi-tool, which is the one that gives the 5% health seal, I'm working on getting one of those for Resistance Trooper because I think getting him to that 10% health seal will be a total game changer for my RJT team in Phase 1. I think I'll be able to go without a healer and be a lot more survivable. Um, M4 in our guild has been doing that and he's been doing absolutely awesome. I'll tell you what I really want for my phase two team. What? Holdo. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take out, I want to take out Ray, Mm -hmm. scavenger Ray and add Holdo because of the heals and the foresight, because I think it would make that team way more survivable and you might lose a little bit of the damage from Ray, but uh, I think the survivability would be a lot bigger because if she's throwing foresight out on a character every time she takes a turn, that foresight is huge in phase two. Something else like, is the really fact huge. that she has an AOE. So, I mean, if if both the sides are there, if she AOEs, I mean, she can still give a lot of turn meter because there's three chances for the expose. So, Well, she has two specials too, right? So, I mean, you like... You can do the thing where you can use the, the raid special else. button. Yep. You can use the AOE. You can use her other special. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it seems like it would work perfectly. And, he, and when you had to go down to the basic ability, you're throwing out Foresight. So I really can't wait for Holdo to be farmable because I really want to try her. I'm going to have to yep. – Rich, uh, the elephant in the room has her at gear 12, seven stars. I'm going to have to ask him if he's tried that yet and see uh, what yeah, he's got. Yeah, definitely. I would like to know because, I mean, that was kind of my first thought was that she would be super awesome in this raid just because of all the synergy with them. I would absolutely love to see it. Uh, she's she's really good. So, uh, yeah. mine's gear 11, just waiting on the rest of those shards to make her gear 12 eventually. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, kind of what I was saying there a second ago, but the gear 12 pieces are just huge. You know, I put that one on Han and it's made him just so much better, like on the uh, 
it's pretty much taken out all RNG on my phase three and four auto team that I use in the Rogue AT. You know, I use Admiral Akbar with Hermit Yoda BB-8, CLS, and Han. And every now and then, there's a chance that Han can get taken out by the uh, the cannon. And mm-hmm. that extra health kind of eliminates that possibility. So, I mean, I can basically hit auto and I get top 10 every raid. Like, I literally touch nothing. I clear phase 3. And I go 70% into phase 4 on Full auto, not semi-auto or any of that crap, but full auto and, <laughs> you know, get top 10 and it's it's a really great team. So if you're in a guild and you're looking for a great auto team for that raid, there it is. Makes sense. Indeed. So what else did you do this week? As far as what I did, you're talking about gear making differences. I just started gearing characters that I've never worked on. Like uh, Barris, I just got her to gear 10. I almost, almost zated her yesterday. Ooh. I haven't done it yet. I have 68 zeta mats, so I'm like, I'm really thinking about it. But uh, I thought about I it. I haven't too. done it yet. Yeah. Because I really wanted to throw her in the Wampa. Damn it. <laughs> I said it again. I wanted, really wanted to throw her in uh, my phase two team with him. Um, for all the heals to try to just keep getting more shreds and keep up Kenobi and old Ben a little bit longer, but, uh, I just couldn't do it. I, Zetas are such a commitment and I felt like I was doing, I was just doing it to do it. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I got Barris up to gear 12, which took a while because I'd never had her past gear seven. I've had her forever. Like, she was the Galactic War hero in the first year of this game. Absolutely. Gear 7 was the top gear at the time. She was perfect there. And once things started advancing, I never moved her past there. So I finally got her up. But uh, Night Sisters, I've been working on my Night Sisters a little bit, trying to get them up so that I, when I have them all seven stars, I'll have them ready for the uh, Phase 4. Um, nice. Ray and Resistance Trooper. I'm trying to get to gear 12 for the simple fact that Resistance Trooper is always the one that dies first for me in phase two. And that health still, like you said, he would be it. amazing because he's literally has none. I, I no, don't think he has any. He has 5%. If you put the multi tool on him, they'll put him up at 10%. And okay, you know, well, that'll make a huge difference because doubling that his health 5% will be massive. Yeah. You can barely. It barely makes a dent because by the time he's got any type of health back, he's already being one shot by Scion. So, and then the other one I need to work on that I kind of started going back to was my Gear Nine Old Ben for the Phase Two. So, gearing up all those characters. Obviously, Sith Raid is the uh, focus for our guild right now, so I'm just focusing on those guys. But. Yep. Uh, like I said, figure out the best way to get the Chex Mix team to work with good results. I got 900k, so 2.5% the first time I got it to work in Heroic. 2.5%, not too shabby. I want to get at least like 45 to 5 every time, so yeah. I'm going to have to figure that out. But uh, uh, this is kind of funny, and I really like this, actually. Um, last night, I'd say we, finally, we got to Phase 2 last night. 
middle, you know, middle of the evening on the, the West Coast. And uh, I didn't get to get to the phase two of the heroic raid till like 11 p.m. But I was trying to refine my RJT strategy on phase two. And it's it's amazing how there are non-game changer videos out there from people on YouTube that if you just search for them, you can find people that just updated a run with no editing to it. And if you just sit and watch what they did, it can still help you. Right. I found oh, yeah. probably three or four video, three or four videos from European players that I, the only reason I knew they were European is because they weren't talking was the, the writing in their game on like the guild chat and stuff like that. But, uh, I saw people doing, you know, 6% with RJT four and a half and, and trying, I'm, so I'm sitting there watching what they're doing, trying to figure this out. And uh, I finally figured it out. So it, it nice. ended up helping me out a lot in mine. But it was kind of crazy and cool how many videos you can find on there. Like if you just put in Phase 2, Sith Triumphant, Heroic, like tons of videos pop up. Oh, yeah. Like of course all the uh, game changers and the bigger YouTubers are up at the top. But, uh, you know, there's still stuff in there. And it was really cool to see these, you know non-known youtubers stuff on there so that was fun yeah for um, sure. uh speaking of phase two videos i think next raid i'm gonna try to make one about that pathfinder team that i'm using it's a little bit different than the traditional pathfinder team but it's super easy to set up um you know it's the that team and the rjt team i mean phase two's not that bad but it's kind of one of those things, once you figure out the pattern, it's pretty easy, but there is a little bit of a pattern to figuring it, figuring it out. Kind of the same thing with Phase 1, but... <laughs> Man, uh, I was frustrated last raid. I kept doing Phase 1 with uh, MarJT, but I was using Hermit Yoda in, in it, and mm-hmm. I was getting over 10%, but I kept losing Hermit Yoda, which I didn't feel like was worth it, but... I'm starting to wonder, maybe it might be worth it, even if I don't get him out. I don't know. Because I think I only hmm. got like 6% without Hermit Yoda. He makes a massive difference on that team. Well, that actually goes into the last thing I had for this week for me. And that was uh, deciding what to do with my Galactic galactic guild event currency mm-hmm. so i finally decided that i was going to there's a node at the bottom in the galactic event currency that rotates between several people but two of the people that often show up are isc and gar saxon so i think that uh i'm going to farm gar saxon and isc to seven stars through there and the cantina i met 78 out of 100 on gar and i think i met 30 out of 65 on ISC. But I want to finish off all the stupid 16 Cantina energy nodes and then move on from that. So I'm I'm grabbing those shards in there. I'm still at uh, 68.4 guild event currency. So I'm, let's say, 14k away from a full-on buy of 7-star Hermit Yoda. So... Nice. I'm farming ISC and Gar Saxon in there right now and yep. still saving all my galactic 
or God, I keep saying that guild event <laughs> currency, so that when I get that eighty two k, I'll just buy Hermit Yoda outright, and then from there move on to whatever else there is. Not to yeah. mention, we'll talk about this later with all the updates, but uh, we now know what stores things are going to be going to, and what aren't what stores aren't yeah. going to have things going to That's them. True. And I have a feeling that if there might be something going into Galactic Events again soon, so we'll see. That's a good point. Uh, Galactic Events is one of those kind of... You get so little currency for it. Uh, I was like, I'm going all in on Wampa, and then I've ended up buying pieces for Resistance Troopers multi-tool. But, um, yeah, you definitely need to be a little bit particular about how you spend that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, like, I'm at 68K, so you... Obviously, I never spend it on anything in there. So, the just to even make the decision to buy those shards was kind of a big one for me. So, I will do that and then get my Hermit Yoda or whatever else jumps in there. I I don't even know, like, if Mother Talzin... Let's say Mother Talzin went to the Guild Event Store. I would be so I don't know. I wouldn't know if she'd go to the top of that sitting next to... Hermit Yoda and Wampa? I don't think so. I would so. think she would go down to the bottom with Agreed. the rest of them, which yep. means she's not even there every um, refresh rotation. Yep. So it would probably still go with the... I would probably still go with Yoda before that because I would know at 82K, okay, I can buy him 7-star and be good yep. and then move everything else into the characters, the other ones that are big down there, you know? Yeah. So... Yep, that's what I've just been doing this week. I know it's there's just a huge focus on the heroic. Like, we're not... I think we've decided at this point we're just going to keep beating our heads against that wall even if we lose so that we just continue progressing to the point where we are beating it. That way we're not doing Tier 6 where, okay, yeah, we're doing all this damage, but it, we can't tell if it translates or not in really not preparing the way you would for heroic, you know? So... yeah. Beat our head against the wall, even if we lose, continue to get better in the heroic until we beat it, and then good to go. Yep. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully soon. We'll see how many it takes to get there. But uh I think I think this this one we're on now has been a pretty good pace. We just gotta yeah. pick that pace up a little bit. And so. I think a lot of it's about just being efficient with your runs. I mean we've you know, just between these two raids, we've gotten a lot better as far as just people understanding how it is. Because if you go from tier seven to tier, like if you're on the verge of tier seven, you should probably just stick with it. Because when you go back to tier six, people are just doing different teams to get better scores. You're not really learning anything that helps you in the heroic. They're two yeah. completely different beasts. So, well, case in point, right? There's so much extra damage in tier six compared to heroic that the our uh, our Twitch friend DB official has the video with the uh, Jedi Consular for Phase 1, right? Awesome team for Tier 6. Does not work in Heroic. So, like, things that work in Tier 6 don't work in Heroic. So you, if you really want to get that test, you're, you just really got to beat your head against that Heroic wall. Yep, for sure. All right. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. All Dude, right. 
The login character has got me excited. So I'm just saying. There was something you were talking about creating. Are you are you still oh. working on that? I'm so, going to create it. So the, we're going to have an announcement on the Discord at some point, probably this week, because it's it's pretty exciting. I mean, how could we not take advantage if, of this opportunity? If you've ever wanted to wear the Shattered Order, be looking for our announcement. So Indeed. there's that. Um, I mean, I will just say that what we're talking about May or may not rhyme with hurt. Um, T hurt? Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right, anyways. Who's the login character for April? I will give you a hint. The month of my birth. It rhymes with Bleedo. Oh. Is it Gito? That's pretty close. It might be. This, so good old. It doesn't matter who it is. The fact of what he is is what gets me. That's that's the big excited. point. Um, because this has been the thing. This is what they always do. The login character always determines what's coming up. So April's login character is Greedo, which tells us ba- bounty hunters. Because you know yes. he's a bounty hunter, or. Could be pirates or scoundrels. Hmm. Dude, this is what... Okay, there's several parts. Ooh. Nut brown ale coming back up. The... uh, (laughs) (laughs) I see you. The the, the side head sigh. That was great. Um, (laughs) So, dark side territory battles. Bounty hunters. Two special missions. Annoying as hell because bounty hunters are kind of just meh. You know, Indeed. I don't want to gear them because they're just meh. That was a thing when Dark Side Territory Battles came out. We're like, oh, that we need a bounty hunter rework. We need one to make these guys good, to make them a team that if you were to focus on, they'd be good to maybe get you six out of six on uh, on combat missions, but also on the days their special mission is there to get you the special mission points. You know, make them good. But then... This is the part that really gets my hopes up. And that is the fact that when the Sith Triumphant Raid came out, of all the people that they could have given bonuses to, the Bounty Hunter faction got a bonus, right? And everyone was scratching their head like, what, what, why would you do that? Because they suck, you know? So which further put it in my mind that they've got to have something coming for Bounty Hunters, right? Indeed. Now, there's no official, there's nothing official about this at all so far, but I think that I can say with about 70% certainty that something is coming in the month of April for Bounty Hunters, and I think that that is going to be awesome. I don't know whether it involves a legendary character like Django, or just a a random Marky Bosk, or what just reworks of the bounty hunters themselves but holy crap i love bounty hunters as a just a an idea i think that having a good bounty hunter team would be awesome and might i say people are saying they don't want the bounty hunters to be another team in the arena that is viable blah okay fine i will take bounty hunters that are only of 
viable as a awesome raid team, even if they're not good in arena, because I am looking forward to the, the time when we keep getting new things for the raid that make it easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they're not arena viable, fine. But I, my focus right now is that raid. And if they make an awesome raid team out of bounty hunters, I'm going to be stoked. Indeed. I don't disagree. Uh, I mean, the bounty hunters have been pretty god awful the entire time this game's been out. The only thing they're good for is the credit heist, and while Boba's pretty much well, okay, Boba sucked, and then he had the rework, and he became amazing. And hopefully, they do another Boba rework because I love me some Boba. But if they add any sort of synergy, because um, Boba has the potential for a great leader ability for the bounty hunters. But they need they need a little bit more. Um, the The thing that I've kind of always wanted them to do would be make the thermal detonators, make them locking debuffs, make it to where they can't be dispelled, or if they do get dispelled, they explode and you get the damage and the turn meter like on Boba's lead, you get that anyway. That would be absolutely amazing. Even if if they were dispelled, they only did half damage. That would still be fine. To me, and yeah. you got the turn meter. Yeah, for like, sure. Make because it's good for the person dispelling because you're not getting the full damage from it, but it's also good for you because you're still doing damage and it's not just disappearing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they can do something with it like that. You know? Indeed. Um, and you know, hopefully they do. That's kind of, um, I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping is at least a a debuff rework. And I'm sure to some degree we're going to see, well, I guess here's a philosophical question as far as what do you do if you don't have the bounty hunters? Cause we kind of, we talked about this back in February, whenever they announced that Sith, Sith assassin was going to be the logging character. People were up in arms about farming Sith assassin, Sith trooper that really didn't net you any benefit unless you were going to use the emperor Palpatine rework, you know, then Sith Trooper became really good, but Sith Assassin wasn't really all that useful. But a lot of people farmed him anyway, just just in case, just because they wanted to be prepared. So, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> um, and I don't mean that in the political way. Uh, there's... <laughs> I hope um, not. <laughs> okay, yeah, touche. Um... <laughs> Where was I going? My God, total. Uh, <laughs> a- I don't anyway, know, as as far as what what you should do, I think the bounty hunters are not too terribly bad. You should already have Boba because I mean he's he's pretty incredible. No matter what, that leader ability is still insane. But as far as Zam, uh. Guild store, right? Guild store only, and then you have yeah, Guild Star, Greedo from the arena, and then there's uh, you have Cad Bane from Galactic War. He's always been terrible. If they do a rework, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to make some of these characters actually good, that could really change farming strategies as far as maybe Cad Bane and Galactic War move him up in the ranks, and even Greedo, like the. There's some serious potential for something good here, but more than anything, give us Django. 
Uh, dude, you're going to hate this idea, but this is the idea from that I said on the podcast like eight months ago. Django Legendary Requiring Clones. That's what I want. No. <laughs> you have them seven star. You just don't have them geared. You're good, dude. I, I, I don't want for to cloners. gear them. That's my point. I don't want to gear them. Ugh. Please, no. But I, they're a I, great. They're a great phase four uh, Zerg team in the Sith raid. So there you go. Yeah, you people and your clones. So there's. Uh, I mean, there are three characters that people want: Django, whatever a Hondo is, and Bosk. <laughs> if we got one of those three, I think people would just be over the moon. Yeah, for sure. I still don't think Hondo is a bounty hunter, so I don't think he'll be coming. What's that? The Hondo Civic? Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've, ne- I've, I've never owned one of those, thankfully. I have had a Hondo Accord, but never a Hondo Civic. Makes sense. Actually, I don't know why I said makes sense. That makes no sense, actually. Uh, All right, so um, I was trying to look up when the Solo movie comes out, what the release date is. Do you know what it is? The Solo movie? Yeah. It's May 25th. May 25th, okay. I will be out of town whenever that releases. But um, I'll be seeing it immediately whenever I get back. So, I was thinking that this could have something to do with that, but with it being that late in May, I don't know that they would be, you know, announcing something big regarding that in April. I, I think they would wait until May, so, hmm. Yeah, I th- that kind of makes me think that this is maybe more of a, you know, a uh, prequel trilogy type thing rather than... A newer type thing. Yeah. According to Damn Dirty know. Ape, we're at one yawn and four wampas. God. Doesn't count if you say it. Let's <laughs> just get that straight. <laughs> um, all right. So, also on the calendar, tell us about this next thing because I know you are extremely excited. Um, Super excite. To say the least. Excite. Excite, excite level over 9,000. <laughs> oh, so uh, April 12th through the 18th, Theron's event and the Chimera event are back. So, yeah. last event, last event I was only able to get six-star uh, Theron or Chimera. So, this time I will be getting my seven-star which means I will finally be able to do my ship missions in dark side territory battles. So yay, happy with that. That's about so the nice. that event comes back about the time that that event's going on too. The dark side territory battle. So um, yeah, so if I can beat it before phase six, then we're good to go. Heck yeah! <laughs> uh, they're, they're all they're all they're all in a spot where they're gonna kick ass. So all those ships. Yes. Are very good. Oh, no doubt about it. Yep. Love Chimera. But 
Yeah, so uh, we have capital ships returning, which is great. We don't have a Thrawn Mythic event, do we? I don't think there is. Thrawn Mythic event? No. We haven't had one yet, I don't think. So that's something else that we could potentially see this month. That is a good point, because it's it's the exact same point I was going to say about the next calendar event, which is Grandmaster's Training from April 19th to 25th which also we have not seen the Mythic event for. So ah. may see two new Mythic events this month, and uh, that would be that awesome. would be pretty sweet. Indeed. That would also mean that if it did happen for Grandmaster Yoda's, it would be on my birthday, and I better get a 25-speed secondary mod <laughs> on that day. That's uh, all I'm saying. Uh, speaking of that... Throw me a bone. Have you got any good mods lately? Lots of... 14 to 16, 17 speed. That counts as a, a really good I've been mod. getting... Yes. That's, does it? That okay. counts. Yes, I, absolutely. I've been getting all yeah. kinds of... Using that uh, that structure for mod buying that we talked about where I'm being more uh, selective, I've been getting some really yeah. good ones. So... Nice. I just... And, and the stupidest part, right? I throw them on anything and everything that doesn't have a mod just so it shows up on on the mod tracker on Swugga. I'm like, I don't even care if, you know, uh, Geonosian Spy needs a 14-speed triangle. <laughs> it's going on him so that when nice. I need to find it, it'll be on Swugga.gg. Hey, man, that is a... You know what that is? That is a... Hit him. Why don't I have I it? I mean, I don't know, but I'm still waiting. Wow. I, I, I don't... I'll see if I can load it on the soundboard, because, wow, that I'm very disappointed. Here, uh, let I, me say it. That's my big, big tip of the week. Perfect. Is that what you were going for? That's exactly what I was going for. I got you. We've been doing this long enough. I can read your mind. <laughs> I know your body. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, you know that? Well, you know what that, okay. Sidetrack. Do you know what that quotes from? I don't know. When I I said, I know your body. All right. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Let's see if the chat knows. It's a two, two bros. And the one says to you, the other, I know your body. Anybody else know what that's from? All right. Moving on. Okay. Uh, damn dirty eight said best line in Archer. Is that what it's from? Not, maybe. I don't watch Archer. This is from something in the 90s. Gotcha, okay. All right. I Interesting. think it was 90s. Interesting. Um. So, yeah, then Grandma- Grandmaster's Training comes back mid to late April, 19th through the 25th. Uh, mythic event, maybe, hopefully. Um. I-, I remember last time this came in February or January, they were saying that there was a chance that it would have a Mythic event at that time, so... I'm definitely assuming that this time we'll have the Mythic event with that. So look forward to that. That should be absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So lots of little hotfix type updates this week, along with a surprising dev blog explosion where they're like, all right, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're going to post dev blogs. And as a bonus, we're going to post another one on Monday. So pretty sweet. So we got a couple, three days worth of 
dev blog posts to talk about, along with two uh, two mini updates here, with which contains stuff that is worth talking about too. It's kind of crazy. Indeed. So, you know, hey, um, before we before I play the sounder on this, uh, why don't we tell everyone how we're speaking to them and how we're listening to each other? That would be with yeah. Let's do it. This really awesome equipment from Blue Designs. Uh, the Blue Designs Spark SL Blackout is sexy as hell, as you can see on the live stream, with the absolutely amazing compass. I words can't describe how much I like this mic boom. It is it is one of the most life changing things that I've received this year by far. It is just absolutely incredible. I. I mean, I, I can't glow about it enough. It gets your mic up out of the way. It's not it's not crossing over in front of you. I I can move my hands around. And this thing just kind of hangs right there in front of me. It's perfect. And that, I mean, that's what I'm talking about, the incredible satellite headphones. Um, one of our listeners actually ended up buying a pair, too. And, uh, uh, you know, if... You want to jump on this train with, you know, the absolutely amazing satellite headphones. Go to bluedesigns.com. Use the promo code SOPOD. You can get 20% off and let them know that we sent you. We would really appreciate it. And, of course, as always, it saves you a little bit of money. Uh, so definitely do that if you are in the need of a microphone or headphones or any other audio gear. Yes, they have awesome stuff, man. I love the I love the setup that we have for this podcast. Yes. Sounds crisp, clear. The the um, noise counseling with the power amp on oh, the headphones and them being Bluetooth, they're just amazing. Yep. I love all this stuff. Yep. It makes editing the podcast so much better, like having the Bluetooth headphones so I can like I can go wherever I don't have a cord hanging all over the place while editing and stuff. It's so nice. Absolutely. Um, uh, Bear asks about the battery life on the satellites, and I'll be honest, I don't know what the battery life is because I've never had an issue with them. I mean, I use them for basically four hours during the podcast, and then I spend another hour, you know, editing the podcast using these things. And, you know, this week I did another hour-long roster review without charging them no issues and that's using the built-in amp which you know drains the battery even a little bit more and i've had no issues i haven't had mine die on me at all um i i really couldn't be happier with them um and uh yeah i well i've done it several times um to the question in chat yeah, using them while they charge. They can be used while they charge. Uh, they also have a cable, so you can just plug them in. Even if they're completely dead, you can s- still use them like regular headphones. They come with a you know, 3.5mm cord, so you can just plug into your iPhone or your computer or whatever and still listen. They are just spectacular. Um, yes, so thanks, Blue, indeed. for the sponsorship. We appreciate you, and uh, for all you guys thinking about this type of stuff, go check them out. They're awesome. Indeed. Um, One other thing I'd like to touch on before we jump into this. If you want to support the podcast, you know what you should do? I I mean, 
you can go sub to us on Twitch. We would love that. But we've seen how many of you have Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, we know you're buying stuff off Amazon. So anytime you go to buy anything off Amazon, doesn't matter how small it is, go to shatteredorder.com and go click on our Amazon link. It literally costs you nothing more. All you have to do is go hit that link before you go buy something, and that helps us out a lot. Uh, we really appreciate when people do that. It really makes a difference, and like I said, it costs you nothing extra. It's super easy to do, super quick, and uh, we would absolutely appreciate that to no end. Definitely. Always appreciate everyone that supports us. It helps us to do a lot of things like make the sound clear and everything else. So, and maybe someday I will be on Hoth on, um, on location on Hoth for one of these podcasts. I'm working on my tickets. I'm trying to get there. Um, I'm saving up. I'm thinking in the next two or three weeks, I might be on Hoth for Ooh. a podcast. So we shall see. Ooh, exciting. All right, why don't we go into this? Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. All right, <laughs> it is time to get into these lovely updates. Boy, they've been chatty this week, haven't they? They have, man. It's been crazy. I'm loving it, though. Love it. Me too. Um, means we don't <laughs> yeah I, gives us I more mean, information so we don't have to uh to stumble through a podcast like we did last week uh, yeah la, la, uh, by the way if you listen to last week's podcast we appreciate it we that may have been rough to get through uh we didn't have enough beer so th- th- this week we have our talking uh, i don't know the, the beer makes us talk more, so yeah, it's a little bit more bearable, maybe. Anyway, uh, the babble juice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so we got some updates this week as far as things to expect that are coming and all that good stuff. We got multiple updates. We got a lot of information, and you know, hopefully, with the way that CG seems to be communicating and stuff, this will lead to some really good things for the community. Hopefully, for you know podcasts i'm crossing my fingers on that part you you never know but uh they're trying to be a lot more communicative communicative i think that's a word i don't know um they're trying to communicate with us a lot more and that could lead to some really good things we're hoping but on march 28th they released an update and they made some changes to territory territory war defense this was something that really did not go over very well with a lot of guilds because it kind of sucked the fun out of Territory War whenever you're basically putting all your teams on defense because you have to. It really kind of kills what's going on. My beer is spewing a little bit. Hold on. <laughs> what? Did you even touch it? Like, No, it just started crawling out. It was really weird. That don't happen very often. Um, it's alive. It is. Your beer is it's alive. alive. Uh, like the whole Jim Carrey from Ace Ventura. God, I love that movie. Anyway. Um, We're old. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
as I said, in a recent update, we made a change to Territory Wars in which high-powered guilds could use an increased amount of defensive squads. After reviewing player feedback, this change has not benefited the players as was intended. We are reverting the Territory War defensive squad logic back to the original behavior, where the number of defensive squads on Territory is based exclusively on the lower number of participants between the two guilds. So the maximum number of squads on a territory for all guilds is 25. Thank goodness. When this happened and we had that first territory war after that update, when we had to fill 35 slots, and that was just a surprise number that just slapped us in the face, I was so mad because it's like, Okay, well, we're not going to obviously fill that with good defensive teams, so we now we got to put random crap to fill 25 or 10 extra slots in every territory. It's like why? Why do why do we need yeah. to do this? Like this I'm not going to use my good offense/defense teams that I use on offense into those slots because then we'll never beat anything, you know? So yeah. it's like it was never those extra slots never really mattered in my opinion at least not for our brackets so unless the unless the other yeah. team just went full defense but then that didn't matter because then we had all our offense so i mean 25 yeah. is it was what it started at blah, 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 blah. 25 is what it started at so they they've gone back to what it was what worked and uh, listened to actually actually listened to feedback and kept it there, so uh, I'm happy with this. I, I I like that this went back. I didn't see it ever going back, and it just kind of surprised everyone. So I'm really glad. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm with you 100. percent I was just completely shocked that they actually changed it back. I am very happy they changed it back. And I'm very happy that they left the scoring the way it was because I think the new scoring format is absolutely amazing. I'm a huge fan of it. Shout out to Colonel Mustard, ah. Elon from our guild. Two months in a row, subs. Appreciate it. Indeed. One of our... But yeah, so... Um, all right. Spit so, it out. Um, I, I don't even know what I was going to say, so... We'll just go into one the, of Shattered Order's native sons. In, All right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good old uh, S O R and uh, officer, indeed. Um, oh, by the way. Um, also, do, does Future of the Order have any spots available? Do you know? I think so. You think so? I if think so. if you're like a newer player and you're looking for a really awesome guild and you want to be part of the order you should totally hit up Elon Mustard. Uh, on our Discord, you can find him there and because he's one of the officers for Future of the Order and he can get you in the guild. They have open spots available. You know, every now and then, you know, we send marks over to knock out Heroic AT. so a lot of those guys have got Kenobi shards. And so, yeah, um, get on it. Also, shout out to Bear with the Twitch sub. Appreciate you. Ah, thanks, buddy. Indeed. Yes, for sure. Um, we might have to get with you with some of these updates on these uh, this chat because this chat is boring. So I might need to talk to you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the other thing I don't know if you just said this because I was kind of 
watching the chat, but uh, daily login changes were also part of the 328 update, and uh, I have things to say about that, but uh, it was also a, its own dev blog, so we're going to talk about it in the dev blog section a little bit lower, but uh, that was also that also happened on the 28th in that update. Very exciting. Yes, it will be once we talk about it. What happened on March 29th? What happened on March 29th? March 29th. All right, so. In the spirit of providing a better experience to our players, we might have changed the squad fleet arena to always show the hot... We have changed. Okay, so here's what's... Um, I read that out loud so people could kind of uh, hear words while I was trying to think, but uh, here we go. So anyways... Fleet Arena and regular arena. You can laugh all you want. Let me t- okay. Let me let me just tell you a little story from the life of Dan from this week, okay? At my work, we had a mod team meeting. So it was a module team. Our whole group, all of ours, all the people from shift four and shift five. So all the front end of the week's people that work in my module. Gigantic meeting. We all went to it. An hour long, 30 minutes of this meeting was us meeting our new module team leader or boss or whatever you want to call her. The entire 30 minutes was every dead space filled with the word, um. Um, So, what do you mean? um, Basically, when she would um, 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 try to talk about anything, she would, um, 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 she would stop and, um, oh my God, it was the most annoying thing in the world. Just about as annoying as dead space, which is why I read what yeah. was going on on the screen before I uh, started talking about it. I'll Anyways. be honest. When I go back and listen to our podcast and I hear myself say, um, every time I do it, I smack myself that way. I'm like, don't do it anymore. It just, it drives me crazy. So if you hear any ums from me, this podcast, just know that when I go back and listen to this, I actually hit myself for every um that I say. I'm trying to get that out. <laughs> get the uh um get um um get one of those um rubber bands on your wrist that is and a- um every time um you um, say um yeah, slap your wrist. How about that? No, that is a great idea. So, I don't remember where I first heard about that, but if you want to break bad habits, Put a rubber band around your wrist, and every time you do a bad habit, pop it. Like, it is... I did that for, like, a month. I don't remember what it was with, but, like... See, I went with the toothpick instead of the rubber band for the uh, vaping on the podcast. I, I figured... I, I don't know Less that I like self-harm that. I, would be I better. I think I would prefer the rubber band. That would be more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm not vaping. I'm yelling Yelp. Every yelping every five seconds. Yeah, that's fair. You don't want to vape. Snap! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they changed arena so that now when you go to pick your opponent, the one on the far right. And let me preface this by saying I do not like this change, but uh, every time the one on the far right is the lowest arena. Why rank do you not like you this change? Get. What what is there to not like about this change? There's plenty to not like. No, there's not. <laughs> yes, yes, there is. There state is your plenty case. To not like. I'll just. It's an easy case to state. So now there's one. So now there's one static spot on the right that goes all the way to the bottom. Yes. I. Let's say okay. 
But you don't go to the bottom every time. You don't want the bottom every time. Sometimes, like you, you should don't? know this. If you're in an arena shard, you don't want to hit the bottom guy if it's your shard mate, right? So now you've got to refresh even more to find whoever you want to hit in that middle section because the guy in the far right is staying the same forever. So you can't hit him. Now you got to keep refreshing to hit the middle guy. It's oh it's, oh hold, what, hold on so. Rather than looking only at the right one like everyone did before, because let's be honest, we all know that we only looked at the right one previously. Now instead, now you, you have to look at the middle one. If you can't look at the right one, it's it's not a, it's not no, a good change. No, you can it's, look at it's both. The same thing. You can look at the other two. You. you can look at the other two rather than the one because the one static. But it's if the it's, same thing. It's the no, same it's not. problem it's you had before. Different. But it's now you can go different. to the. Fu- no, hold on, How? hold on. Okay. How is it different? Hold, hold on. Let, it's let, the let same me thing. All right. So if the highest rank that you can get to is a shard mate and you don't want to go for that person, you can look at the other two as you refresh because they're changing all the time and they won't be the same. So you can just pick out one of those guys. However, previously, you would always want to go to the highest rank you could possibly get to that was not a shard mate. Now, by completely eliminating the highest rank, you can look at the other two and be perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think if they had implemented it the way we talked about during when we talked about the live Q&A last week, it would have been totally fine. What was that? Whereas if you where if you went into the arena to pick an opponent, if the first person was the highest ranked one every time, but if you hit refresh, the far right worked the same way it always did then you would, it would have been fine. And if you wanted to find the top rank again, back out of arena, go back in, and it's there at the front again. That would have been fine, because then okay. it still works the way people are used to, but you can always find that top guy, and you have a way to do that. But right now, it's just static yeah. sitting there, and now, if you don't want to hit that top person, you're staring at two slots, doing the same thing that three used to, when three used to be annoying to people. Okay. So, all right, that, that that's a good point. So, based on that, what I will say is, if you're one of the people that's been complaining about the bottom spot being static, shut up and quit being wrong. This is the better way to do it, and uh, I don't think there's any argument about it. I'm obviously somewhat joking, but I really don't see how uh, how this is not an advantage. Whenever, mo- whenever it's so damn difficult no, to okay. get your the hot, you're the warping top what one, I'm saying. No, hold on. The you're top one what I'm hardly it's ever fine. showed up in so many situations. It's I'm not saying it's not helpful. I'm saying it's the implementation of this was terrible. This still is better Te- than what was there before. Terrible. But now it's, the implementation the the implementation was terrible or. Not what you compared wanted. to a compared it's not to a terrible. group of players where you slid to the one you wanted and just picked it. Yes, this is terrible because it's it's you didn't fix the problem. Okay, well you only we, fixed the problem of now you can always get the top one. All right, we you don't have to be right all the time. It's fine. You can be wrong. Neither it's, do it's you. Fine. So <laughs> I'll be wrong this time. You can be wrong the rest of the time. Uh, so I guess there's two different perspectives on how we feel about the new change. I'm a big fan. You're not a big fan of it. Uh, 
I didn't I say I wasn't a big fan. I just no. said it's not. It's implemented in a way that's stupid. So you're it not. Helps people, you're not sure. a big fan. You may like it, but you're not a big fan of it. I'm a huge fan. I absolutely love it. I couldn't be happier. I actually had an, a shard mate who was in the top rank earlier today whenever I was moving up an arena, and it was really easy to avoid them because you have two other slots that you can look at. You hit refresh, whoop de do, you're done. It is. It's. I, I don't know. It's really nice just seeing the highest spot you can go to and knowing whether it's a somebody you're friendly with or not. And it's like all the other spots, they show up all the time anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. It'll be fine. The world is not burning, and I don't... It, it, it doesn't kill anything for me. It's just... It could have been done better. That's all I'm saying. Indeed. All right, so go ahead and tell us what they did on March 30th. March 30th. Uh, I feel like you wrote this in there and I have no idea what it's saying, so I think you should you should say it. Oh, no, that should be in depth blogs. All right, so on to the dev updates. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense, because I'm like, I don't remember that update. Yeah, indeed. All right, so uh, as we move into the dev blogs, this was the actual stuff that they had wrote out about, you know, how to, uh, you know, their communication and all that good stuff. So we have the daily login changes. This was the big thing. This was uh, March 28th was when they announced all this. Um, if you need links to any of this, go to shatteredorder.com slash episodes slash 91, and we'll have the links to where you can just click on it, and it'll take you right to the page. But basically, the rundown is they're removing some of the chaff from the daily logins, like the white and green gear that everyone clearly needs, and ally points, low amounts of credits, two-star training droids, I don't know about you, but I'm out of two-star training droids. I don't know where I'm going to get those now. It's very frustrating, but whatever. <laughs> um, instead of the exciting rewards, like the like the shit you really want being at the end of the month, what they're doing is they want you to feel a little bit more excited, you know, going through the month. So here's what they did. They and this this is this is absolutely great. So they want the excitement of the character reveal to be felt throughout the month. So Instead of just the end of the month. Not just the end of the month, but throughout the whole month. So they're upgrading the number of shards that we get per month from 30 to 45. That's a 15 shard increase. That is a 50% increase in the number of shards. Who? I'm happy. You happy, Dan? Come on. Yes. I'm very shards, happy because shards. they increased it by an entire third. 50%. So, Learn to do math. A third of what it is now. There Whatever. you go. That That's completely different. Yes. It's, it's really great that I did the maths on what was changed with the new monthly update to know what, what's new and what the old one was, but the maths of percentages, yeah. I just yeah forget it. So in March, you're, you only got 66.67% of the shards that you're going to get in April. But in April, you're getting 150% of the shards you got in March. It's crazy how that works. Anyway, so 
Zeta mats. You get Zeta mats on the 27th login day of the month. It's super exciting. Now, this means that you even in February, you can miss a day of logging in and you still get a Zeta mat. Now, the Reddits have been crazy. People are pissed because you got to log in for this many days, over 20 months to get a Zeta. I'm kidding. Nobody actually said that. But I wouldn't be surprised if somebody on Reddit said it. Dude, I haven't been on Reddit. So I literally thought you were, I'm like, is he being serious? <laughs> people are mad about this? It, it, I, I, would it because surprise I heard you? people were mad about the 30 fir- 31st day thing, which even still, why? It could be nothing or it can be one or two a month. Which one do you want? Uh, we so, can go back to zero. Yeah. Like, like we can I mean, make who, no Zetas a thing that just stays. Why yeah. are you mad? They're giving you free stuff. I don't un- Oh my god. Seven out of twelve months I can get two. But no, I know isn't it twelve Dan, out of twelve. Dan, do you not realize that I'm entitled to have everything I want, no matter what? I mean like, I, 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 I should not get Zeta mats every so damn day, sorry. Dan. Come on. This Apparently, this is ridiculous. No. That's where we are now in life. It, it is, it's quite sad. But anyway, so you get a second Zeta Mat on the thirty first of every month. Seven months out of the year have a thirty first day. Therefore, yay! That's what they're doing on those days. That means you get seven extra Zetas per year. What crazy. Well, so it basically what it went into um thirty the next point here is they and I think this is pretty cool, a pretty cool point. So they wanted new players who get characters to the point of being ready for a Zeta to have some already, instead of staring at a big zero out of 20, when they are able to start using Zeta. This is awesome. So that's basically the first time you get to a character up to the area where they can use a Zeta. Staring down the barrel of O for 20 on Zetas sucks. No doubt. Like, like, I was farming Zetas when Zetas came out, like, within a month or so. So it wasn't a big deal then, because it was kind of just, everyone was on the same playing field. But now, with new players, Zetas have been out for a while. You get to that point, you finally are able to, hey, I can get Han Solo a Zeta. You unlock to that eighth level, and you have zero Zetas. Uh, that kind of sucks. So now at the po- this point, you'll be somewhere between, you know, one and, you know, whatever. The idea is yeah. that in a year you can get 12 to 19. It won't take you a year to get to the point of Zetas, but whenever you do get to that point, you're at least going to have probably six or seven already saved up. Yep. And with so many different events that give out Zeta mats now, like Territory Wars and other things... It'll be a lot quicker for new players, and you're not starting at zero. So I think it's an awesome. I think it's awesome. A that everyone gets them. Old new old players, new players, everyone gets them. You never got them before, especially out of the monthly daily login. Yeah. So I'm happy that there's one a month for sure, and there's a chance at a second one. Yep. Because honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised if that Zeta mat was only available on the 31st of the months. Yep. And you only got seven out of twelve a month. Agree. But you're getting twelve plus the chance at seven more. It's not like it, like there would have been more outrage if it was on the thirty first only. So the fact that you can get two in some months and only one in others, that doesn't bug me. The cha- the, the fact of the matter is I get free Zeta mats now. So I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I am stuck. Stoked, stuck, whatever. 
I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. But I do know that I am very happy about getting 19 Zetas per year. Very exciting shit. That's assuming I log in all the time, which I do. But anyway, so we're going to talk about everyone's favorite thing. You know what I need? I need like a, uh, a calculator sound, you know, for the <laughs> click, soundboard. Click, 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 click. Yeah, but uh, so whenever you look at the maths. I did some maths here. That's what I'm doing This tomorrow. is pretty awesome. I am, get, I am making the sultry female record a maths drop that I can use for when we talk about maths. It's going to be great. That will be dropped like four or five times an episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I need. I need more stuff that I can use more often. Anyway, so um, with this whole daily login change nonsense, not nonsense, it's good stuff actually, but they are increasing the number of crystals we get per month from 300, which is what we've been currently getting, to 420. That's an extra 120 crystals per month you get. You will get an extra 190,000 credits and one Omega. Yeah. People will probably complain it's not enough Omegas, but guess what? One. What? Greater sign, zero. That's maths. That That is true. It is. And okay. it's it's basically like an exponential increase over zero. I mean, people love exponential increase. Actually, technically, I think it's irrational because I, I'm not exactly sure how you would calculate that. But besides the point, it's way, way the hell more than zero, obviously. So that is actually very exciting. Now, as we move on to March 29th, there was some more really exciting stuff that they talked about. And that is the fact that they don't want to just drop a Q&A on you like they did on St. Patty's Day. Green beer! Um, <laughs> what they want to do is announce it ahead of time. I think they announced March, or sorry, not March, April... Ninth was it? They're going to do another Q and A. I don't remember the date. Uh, go check the link; it's in the show notes uh, or on the website, whatever. But what? I was just going to say. Can I say that as a content creator, the idea of having a Q and A to talk about once a month is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, this. We all have questions for the devs. I mean, like. I literally, I'm not even kidding. I have a Google document of questions that Dan and I have been coming up with, like that we want to ask them. So a monthly Q&A would be amazing. So this is something they're talking about doing. So long as it's mutually beneficial. This means don't be a freaking jackass. Don't go and don't don't go into the freaking Q and A and ask why do you guys suck at your jobs or some stupid shit like that. Don't be a dick. Like go ask a useful question. Go ask something where you're actually likely to get a response. That's how you get conversation, respect, and communication going. That's how you make progress. That's how you get an actual response that you'll want. So well, it's also how you get a live Q and A in May. Exactly. That's because if they don't go well, yeah. they're not going to keep doing them. So you just be try to be. Trolls are everywhere. The internet is full of trolls. You can 100%. put on that mask of amino, amin, anonymity. 
anonymity. I was going to say animosity, but that's the wrong word. I did. That's definitely too the many wrong beers. Word. But you you can put on a mask. No one knows who you are. You can just say whatever you want. That's what the internet does. But the fact of the matter is, it, it's never going to do you any good as a player to close a line of communi- communi- God, wow, I cannot speak. It's never <laughs> going to do you any good to close a line of communication that gets open yeah. by being stupid. So if we can all think of good questions that really might push them to think of an answer that uh, answers our questions but still meets their expectations on what they're going to say while we still get information, do your best. I know this is hard because, like we just said, it's the Internet, but think about the question, think about the ways they could answer it, and then ask those questions. That's all I'm saying. Indeed. So think up. Thoughtful questions. Go submit them on the Q&A. Like I said, go look it up, see exactly when it is. And hopefully if this goes well, this is something that we'll be getting a lot more of. We'll get to see those more. Maybe, uh, you know, if you want to go tell them that they should be coming on the Shattered Order podcast once a month to do a Q&A, we're totally fine with that too. We'd love that. Uh, open invite, obviously. But, I mean, anything that gets more communication going, more interviews, like that stuff helps the community and i'll be honest i'm not sure that they entirely realize how much people want that we do because that's what we do like the number of people who come to us and are like hey you know it'd be great if y'all had devs on the show or something like that like if i think if cg to which i say i agree that (laughs) would be great exactly if they realize how much people wanted that I think it might help. So, that gets me to the in-game survey. If you've logged into the game recently, there was a thing that popped up for a survey. Go fill out that survey. Go give them some feedback. And, you know, make sure you mention that you love the Shattered Order podcast on there. Because there's a spot where you can fill that in. And... There is. You know, put in stuff that, hey, you'd like to see them on podcasts more often or whatever. You know, that's, that's what I would do if I was filling one out. But Because let's be honest... YouTube, A, sucks, and B, is not the only medium for content creators out there. 100% so, true. Even though they're asking about YouTube, you can put our name and you can put podcast or Twitch or whatever you want on there because YouTube is not the end-all, be-all for content. I think everyone in the world knows that except for that survey. So tell that survey what's up, Twitch podcast whatever you want to put in there indeed because there are and i won't say that we're the only one because i have lots of good friends that uh, have started podcasts that we all met in our podcast chat indeed. like cantina vizla love them uh the rebel force alliance podcast love it there's just a lot of podcasts there's a lot of good twitchers out there even um there's a lot of stuff out there that's not youtube so yeah YouTube is not the end-all, be-all. So if we could find ways to expand the way that CG talks to people and the way they they eat content, not literally, figuratively, but uh, if we can influence that at all, that would be great. And even, you know, whoever it is, I'd just love to see more communication in that area. 100% agree. And there's a difference between, I mean, what people do on YouTube, you know, a 10-minute video, and 
if you're if you're listening to us at this point, an hour and twenty minutes into the podcast, like there's a difference between being invested enough to listen to a podcast where it's a lot more conversational and more of a deep dive versus just watching a simple video. I mean, if if you can get them to understand that that's something that that people want, I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. All so. right. So the other thing is, so like I said, survey, and then um, I will try to find the link for that survey and stick it on the website as well. Uh, they mentioned that they would like to involve game changers more in the testing process as far as, you know, just when they test stuff in the beginning. I'm assuming talking about stuff like raids, that would be great. Um, you know, it'd be great if they would add like the Shattered Order game changers program, but whatever. And don't get- you think it's interesting? Sorry, I'm just thinking as you talk. Don't you think it's interesting? We talked about this just last week with the the. Was it last week? Whenever we did talk about the live Q and A about the beta and how it felt like certain people were getting advantages and new raids because they were beta testers and no one knew how to become a beta tester or what, what the criteria to be asked to be one was and all this stuff. And with this flood of communication this week, one of the things is, Hey, here's a link. If you want to be considered to be a beta tester for future content, give us your ally code and your forum name and we'll see what happens from there. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's, I thought it was really interesting how that was one of the things that came up this week. Hey, uh, we're looking for the best ways to beta test things. And then they even talked about how the territory wars beta that a lot of people was in that we talked about and how well that went for them. So, I just think it's interesting. I signed up. Have you signed up? I will after the podcast. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm going to have to look on the forums more often than I do because if I get a, if I get a message on the forums, I don't know what email I signed up for and where that message is going to be nice. sent to. So I should log in there a little more often just to check. But uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely logged up. Yeah. I definitely signed up. So we'll see. All right, so March 30th, they had another update where they were talking about other stuff. Uh, This was a lot more about the cadence and the inconsistency and how they want to communicate it and all that crap. So, the idea is, with Legendary, Mythic, and Heroic events, what they're going to do is they will give you a one-week notice. That is on the first and second time. That is when they are new events. Um, That's, you know, first two times is what they classify as new event. They will be giving you a one-week notice. That way it's not just dropping out of the sky like the last RJT did. But please remember (laughs) that one week is still not a whole lot of notice. I don't say that as a way of saying that they should give more notice. I don't really care how much notice they give. But if they're giving us a week, keep in mind that if you're preparing for RJT, like all the people that have been bitching about not being ready for RJT, that was your fault for not getting them farmed uh, the whole past two months that they've been available to farm. 
So if there's a character that you are damn sure that you want, make sure that you get ready in time. And make sure you're within a week of being able to finish them or something, you know? Uh, if you're going to go mm-hmm. off and start farming some other crap that you moderately care about. Um, I think that's just kind of good good resource management, which is kind of important in this game. Uh, the event calendar will still be released at the begin or at the end of the month preceding the month that the event calendar is about, which is kind of what they've always done. And the other thing is really big, but it's also kind of sad. So Night <laughs> Sisters and Wicket, they'll be farmable in the next update, which means they're going to a shipment or a cantina, a hard node. Guild events, they're going to one of those type places, and, you know, we're not going to see any more of those type events, apparently. So, the ATST, I assume they mean they're going to keep running these, but there will be no those. That was confirmed on the forums that the Mother Talzin Shard event and the Heroic Battle ATST is still going to happen. Good. Um, they weren't... It was also said that they're not planning on making any new ones. Okay. So they don't plan to release new characters shards in this way again, which is good because the two years to get a seven star thing was unless you pay was just way too long. So Yeah, but everybody I mean, the knew games, it wasn't gonna stay that way. Well No, well the amount of bitching people it wasn't did, assured people but, thought that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, anyway, they're going to be farmable here coming soon. There was no information about First Order Executioner. I mean, event, like, did they forget about him? I don't know. At some point, he's got to be coming as far as being in a better spot to be farmable rather than just shipments. But it's really disappointing that we're not getting any more of these type of events because they're really fun. But if they keep these events... At least we have the ATST and the Mother Talzin event as ways to get Zetas once you get them to 7-star. You get mods and Zetas for beating that final tier of those heroic events, which is always great. <sighs> yes, it is. One last thing to talk about with the... Whatever this dev blog was called, Character Cadence. It was once again confirmed that the Cantina Store... Arena store and the Galactic War store will not be receiving any new characters, planned characters in the future. They say that they are happy with the characters in there for new players to to farm up and for old players to grab old character shards for shard shops. So basically, all those places are shard shop currency now. So well, except for the use arena that information store. how you will. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's that arena store. Yeah, but nobody's using that for shard shop currency. You should be using that shit for credits. Just saying. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it's still not getting any new characters yeah. is what yeah. I'm saying. I'm kind of being facetious. Anyway. You confused me yeah. for a second. I'm, I'm like, sorry. What did I not read that I'm trying to talk about? Yeah. I just wanted to be clear. Um <laughs> So the other thing, next week, Monday, they are is the final installment of the dev uh, stuff, whatever you want to call it. And they are changing the raid reward structure. I hope 
they are changing the Rancor and the Roke AT to the Sith Raid structure. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> Not talking about this. The math has already When I won. want this... The math. Yeah, your math of, oh, such a great chance at new fully crafted items. Yes! How many raids have we done? And I've gotten zero... So, okay, sure. More salvage. More salvage. More. I'm starting to chant. More salvage. More gear types. Less salvage. But, okay, sure. You want more gear types? Can we talk about what... I want less gear types. I want challenge gear gone. I want that shit completely out except for Carbonis. That is all I want them to update on Monday. They do that, I will be happy. They don't need to put that crap that's in Sith Raid into the other raids. Whatever, that doesn't need to change. What needs to change is stupid challenge gear being in a raid room. 100%. Get that out of there, and I'm happy. People said, but goodnight, punk. What about Carbonis? If we take out challenge gear, you won't get Carbonis from the raid. That kind of sucks. Oh, well. You know what? You get plenty of Carbonis other places. Give me crap I need that I can only get from the raid, and don't give me the crap I have 7,000 of. Did you just say you get plenty of Carbonis from other places? Because I don't get plenty of Carbonis. I don't from get other plenty places. of them, but I still get them. You get much some. Every... You get some. You don't get plenty. But they, co- they come in every reward. They come from territory wars, they come from territory battles, they come from. They, they, sh- they should, because everything. every character they needs them. Right, I'm not saying yeah. they don't, but I'm saying to take that one thing out, Agreed. to not give me the six things that I have 2,000 of, I can deal with that. Fair so, Alright, you ready to go into this next thing? Because we've been talking about Zetas, and there are going to be Zetas in the monthly login and stuff. So, I, th- th- this right here is what we should do. Hey boys, do you have any tips for us? Less experienced players. So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) Oh boy, do we have the tips this week. Oh yeah. Oh yes. These are the big purple Zeta tips that we got too. It's going to be real exciting. So if you go to swaga.gg slash Zeta dash report. You can go find this. Uh, the links will be in the show notes. You know the stuff. Uh, you know, shadowworld.com slash episode slash 91. You'll be able to find all this nonsense. I'm going to do a ranking of some of the best Zetas in the game. This is something you hear about all the time. What Zetas are good. What Zetas are bad. What, which ones stand the test of time. What Zetas are most useful. <laughs> all that stuff. So... I'm going to get into kind of a top five of a few different categories, and then we're going to talk about just Zetas, or kind of, I guess, while we're doing this, we're going to talk about other Zetas that we really just love. But these Zetas will be in the show notes. Uh, Something that hopefully we can do this week is make a Zeta rankings page on ShatteredOrder.com website, and both Dan and I put up our Zeta rankings, and... You'd be able to, you know, go there and look at them. That would be really cool. Right? Right? Yeah? I would love to update some Zeta rankings. What we have here is your list, which I will confirm or deny as we go. 
All right, so let's start with overall Zeta rankings. Now, this is new player tip of the week. Deny. So, <laughs> some of these characters are not exactly <laughs> easy to get, but these are literally what I find as the top five Zetas in the entire game. These are the absolute best. If you have every character and people just start handing you Zetas, these are the first five that I think I would personally do because I think they have the the biggest return on investment whenever you consider arena, galactic war, raids, everything, everything combined. These are the best ones. Wow. For everyone that plays World of Warcraft, instead of going to swugga.gg just now, I clicked on Wowhead. I don't even know why that is still a bookmark Interesting. for me. But uh, that's the that's the World of Warcraft swugga.gg, by the way. So, whoops. All right. Not gonna, we're not talking about druids and mages today, are we? Mm, no. Doubt okay. it. Then Hope I'll go not. to the right website. Because this will be all you. I, I won't get to say anything because I, I don't know. Anyway, so overall Zetas. Best foreman of the game. Right. Whatever. I've never, <laughs> I've never played WoW, so I don't know. Um, all right. So overall Zetas. This is in no particular order, but these five are unbelievable. I see people all the time on the Facebook page being like, you know, hey, should should I do R2-D2's number crunch? Or should I do Boba Fett? Or should I do Qui-Gon? No, you should freaking do number crunch. You There should never be a question on whether you're going to Zeta R2-D2's number crunch. I... If I'm I don't have him Zetaed on my B account. You haven't, so you haven't unlocked Zetas, is what you're saying? Nope. The only reason I don't have it is because my R2 is Gear 9. So the only time I would mm. say it's not is if you have one of these mm. other characters at a higher gear, and that would be more beneficial That's to you. Now, that is totally something that is... And we'll get into that a little, a lot more as far as what characters you get earlier and stuff like that. But once you unlock R2, Number Crunch should be the next thing you Zeta because that ability is absolutely unbelievable. Giving stats from him to every light side character on the team is a total game changer. You know, it's adding a couple hundred offense to everybody. It's adding a lot of protection to everybody, health, everything. It is... I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, if you ask me if you should number Zeta number crunch, my answer will always be yes. So that one, I think if I do absolute rankings, would be, would be my number two, not my number one. My number one Zeta period in the entire game is going to be It Binds All Things for Commander Luke Skywalker. And that's because of what all it does. But it's pr- a lot. It yes, and it's the turn meter game. That's the biggest thing. Whenever he inflicts a debuff, he gives himself ten percent turn meter and five percent to everyone else. So both of his abilities has a chance to inflict two debuffs, which means a lot of the time you'll be given ten percent turn meter to everyone every time he goes, even if he's called in on assist, if, even if he's counterattacking, even if they're already debuffed he can still re-inflict those debuffs and still give the turn meter. 
This Zeta is absolutely amazing. It makes Zetaing, or sorry, not Zeta. It makes autoing the Rancor a walk in the park. This, I mean, this yep. is the game changing Zeta for Rancor, in my opinion. Um, so, but- well, it's the only one I have on CLS, and I only did it because I knew that this one would be. I did it the day I got CLS, and I only Smart. did it because I knew that this would be the one that made Rancor solos possible. Yep. I mean, it's it, it really is a game changer. I mean, it's words can't describe how freaking good this Zeta is for raids. I mean, it doesn't matter what raid it is. If it's Rancor, AAT, or the Sith raid, absolutely ridiculous. Highly, highly, highly recommended. Um, his other Zetas are pretty good. I've got all three of them, and they're all good, but none of them compared to it binds all things. Uh, you know, if I could, if I could go back and redo everything like this, I would absolutely do. Um, another one is Han Solo shoots first. It's the one that allows him to double tap on his basic. Every time, this might be like. Top end for me, like one of the best ones in the game. Yeah, I I think this one's number three for me. But if I'm a new player starting out and I'm going through progressing and everything, you're going to get Han Solo pretty early on. This might be one of my first Zetas. I mean... You know, it's funny, but on our podcast chat, just talking to people, I think that some people get to... And it depends on what guild you join if you look for a more hardcore guild then you're probably different than this but i i think people unlock zetas before they even unlock han solo in wow really okay that's interesting that's i wouldn't have expected that but I, it kind of makes sense actually um i mean so i mean say- it's probably not gonna be a the majority of the player base's first zeta they go after but it's definitely one as far as rankings overall, should be at the top. 100%. I mean, there's so so much utility with this dude. Just the, the shoot's first ability to stun at the beginning of a match. He, The fact that he does so much damage, the fact that he can do that damage twice on every basic, I mean, and then on top of that, the Omega, before you get to the, uh, the Zeta there, adds turn meter removal if they're over 50% turn meter. I mean, it's just, it's great. I love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, his basic removes 35% turn meter if they're over 50% turn meter. And if not, it does 50% more damage. So it is an absolute game changer, especially, you know, in the Rancor or whatever. You know, if the Rancor is about to freaking go and Han goes twice, boom, there's 70% of its turn meter gone. He's back down to nothing. That mm-hmm. Zeta is absolutely ridiculous. Even though the second attack deals 50% of the amount of damage, it is just... I mean, it because of everything that basic ability does, whether it's the extra damage or the turn meter removal, it is completely insane. Love it. Yep, for sure. I love that one. Damn it. I mean, it wasn't always there, because remember... Han got reworked too, so once that was introduced, that was just a really, really nice change. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, I mean that 
that and being able to ignore taunt were actually made him useful. Oh like, yeah, for sure. If you're a newer player, Han Solo sucked for the first year he was in this game. He was basically completely worthless. Mm, basically. False. Basically. Because there was a time where there the was droid a teams. droid meta, and he destroyed that entire meta. So he had a time and a place, but that time and a place was not very long, and it ended quickly. After that ended, no place. But that change... Those changes with the rework brought him right back to where he was. Yep. And better than he was. Yep. So. And he's, I mean, he's a damn good character. Um, So the other one is inspirational presence for Raid Jedi training. I know Raid Jedi training is much more of an in-game type character because of the number of, I mean, you got to have the veterans. You got to have a bunch of First Order. You have to have. Ray, like, it is a pretty extensive farm, but that leader ability is absolutely amazing. Especially in the raids. Being able to remove an unresistible turn meter reduction. Now, unresistible basically means that if if a raid boss can have turn meter removed. So, you know, the, the actual tank in Heroic AAT or AAT... It won't work against that, but Darth Nihilus or Treya, it does work, and it is it it can make a significant difference. I've been very impressed. Crap, we're tied, oh, we're tied up. now. That's four to four. Tied it up, four four. Damn it! All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, it's it's so good. It it really allows the uh, you know your team in. Specifically, phase one of the Sith raid, it's, I mean, I don't really know what else to say besides it is absolutely fantastic. It's not just the turn meter gain, though. It's also the fact that if you're not debuffed, it removes, uh, reduces your cooldown by one, and... I mean, the more you use special abilities, the faster BB-8 reduces cooldown on Illuminated Destiny, and the quicker you get full turn meter and start doing serious damage. So it kind of has a chain reaction that goes on that allows the team become to become exponentially more dangerous than it would be without that Zeta. So if you're looking for a Zeta on RJT, her leader ability is the one to do. Yeah, that would definitely be the first one I do for sure. Yep. Uh, Alright, so the other one. This is the only Zeta in the game that's ever been refunded. And it is still, <laughs> despite True. that, it is easily one of the best Zetas in the game. And that is Swift Recovery for Barasafi. It is the one that gives you 20% health on a critical hit. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is a game changer. It is absolutely amazing no matter what team she's on, whether it's an RJT team, whether it's a raid team, whether it's an arena team with a GK lead, whatever. It can be a total pain in the ass to get through. I remember when there was a time that if you know you didn't have Zeta Barris with General Kenobi, you were screwed in arena because... You literally just could not get through the amount of health that was being recovered every time you hit them. It was, God, it was just so frustrating. If you crit at all, they literally 
gain more health than you damage them. And it's still that way. It just works in the raids, too. I mean, she's... God, she's good. It's really, really good. Totally worth the Zeta. Oh, maybe. Maybe I will have it soon. We shall see. I So, this is the only one on my top five that I don't have Zeta'd. Um, had I known how good it was in the beginning, I would have done it. But I still haven't. Just because I have so much other stuff going on. And when you get to more in-game, it becomes a lot more specific. There, there are Zetas that will be more beneficial to you than a Zeta that is just that freaking good all around. So despite it being top five for me, I don't have it done yet. But it is, I mean, I you won't regret doing it. So let me talk about two that aren't on your list that I think as newer players, just unlocking Zetas, can be considered top tier just based on characters you would have at the time first one would be finn because i still think his leader ability is amazing for pretty much everything but maybe the new sith raid um you for everyone that's not an older player you still have to beat 150 galactic wars to get to the simable galactic wars uh, Zeta Finn resistance team will make your Galactic Wars easy mode. You will zoom through them. Probably by the time you get to the end of the 12th node, you will still have everyone at full protection. That's how good resistance is under Finn. Great, great, uh, great Zeta for him for Galactic War. Great for a team for light side territory battles that can go six for six all the way through all six phases. Um, great and heroic AAT. It's just a great Zeta overall, in my opinion. The other one I still think is great just for newer players as far as territory wars goes, light side territory battles. Um, they can lead to some decent scores in some of the raids, and that is Kaigon Jin's leader ability as a dark horse. I think that is a great Zeta. For newer players, I'm really especially if you're trying to get uh, if you're trying to get Grandmaster Yoda, you're going to have those guys geared up anyway. So if you have a decently geared Jedi team under a Kaigon Jin Zeta, there's a good chance that in light side territory battles, at least through phase four, if they're you know between gear eight and ten, you're going to be able to go six for six. Um, that's what another one I really love. I'm really glad that you mentioned both those because the next list I want to go over is leader abilities. Mm. And you know what my number one leader ability Zeta is? I want to hear it. It's going to be Finn because of every reason you just stated. He's, you can get him. He is a (laughs) total game changer for newer players. And let's be honest, this is a new player segment. And he changes everything for... Light side territory battles and galactic war. He is just absolutely incredible. Now, if I had him and RJT and I had to choose one, I would obviously choose RJT. But I think Finn is so freaking good that he's he's still worth doing for newer players. Yeah, and you're going to get him, or most likely you're going to farm him before you ever get RJT. So until you have her, 
he's your best option for most things as far as resistance goes. Yeah. And there's still another uh trilogy movie to come out, which means there's probably still going to be more resistance. There's probably still going to be more utility for that Seda along with RJT. So it's a good one to have. You know that there's more coming in the future for resistance. It's like written in stone. There will be more for future First order, there'll be more yep. for resistance. You already know that's coming. No doubt so about it. So it's never a bad investment. You know, if you don't think you're going to be playing that long, I don't know. May not matter. I don't know. It probably won't matter then. But knowing how long you're going to play, having that on there, you know it's going to help you in the future. So, yeah. And yeah, as as uh, Drew said in the uh, chat, the. You need Finn to get Jedi Ray anyway, so you're going to have Finn. Yep, that's a good point. So, yeah, don't hesitate throwing those Zetas on Finn because he's awesome. But what's funny is you mentioned First Order, so, I mean, you might as well, we might as well talk First Order leaders, right? So, my number two leader ability would be Kylo Ren. Unmasked? Unmasked. He is... God, that's a good leader ability. I have been really impressed. <laughs> like, I did it on a whim, and then I was just kind of like, ah, why did I do that? And now I'm using him, and I'm just like, this is amazing. Like, he recovers so much protection, and they have so much speed. It's just, it is an unbelievable leader ability. If you if you want a first order team, you have to go with Kylo Ren and Mask. You do not want to go with Phasma. Do not waste the Zeta on... Phasma because I did and I shouldn't have. That is the only Zeta that I would take back if I could. Kylo Ren is really good. Just everything he adds to the First Order team is absolutely incredible. It's mainly the health and protection gain. I think gains, they recover 5% health and 5% protection whenever they gain a buff or a debuff. So, uh, that you know, against Empire teams, they can just keep gaining a ridiculous amount of health. It's really good in the raid. It's really good in Dark Side Territory Battle. It is just absolutely fantastic. Uh, the next one is the Emperor of the Galactic Republic. That is Emperor Palpatine's leader ability. If you're in arena right now, you've been playing any length of time, you know how good it is. It is frustrating as hell. The debuffs, they land and they get removed all the time. And it just keeps the turn meter flowing. It is a really good Zeta. It, I mean, it is on par with Kylo Ren and Mass for Dark Side Territory battles. It just allows things to keep flowing and flowing and flowing. It, it is a really really good Zeta. Um, it's definitely the second best Dark Side Zeta in my opinion. Now, Bear asked an interesting question regarding Kylo Ren Unmasked, and that is, does Phasma have a place in a First Order team as not being a leader? And I would say absolutely. She offers a lot. She offers speed down, minus 25% speed, which is always great. Defense down on the basics. She gives advantage. She gives turn meter and advantage. That is the big thing. So the advantage will give 5% health and protection to everybody. And then she also gives turn meter, which gives even more opportunity for somebody to 
give more buffs or debuffs. So I still think Phasma is a really great character, even not as not as a leader. She is really really good. I I highly recommend her. She would be one of my top farms in Galactic War. That's something else I should do probably is make some rankings of you know Galactic War farms and stuff like that. Probably not a terrible idea. Uh, the next leader ability I want to get to is Inspiring Through Fear for Darth Vader. If you're a newer player, I could see this totally being way higher on the list because this is really the first Zeta and one of the first things that will allow you to solo the Rancor. Soloing the Rancor, ensuring that you get good rewards, can be a total game changer for your Swaga life going forward, just getting the good rewards and everything. This is the ability that allows the dots never expire. It gives you a chance of removing turn meter with the Empire. And it is, it is a damn good Zeta. And even though I don't have it done because I don't, I've never had a use for it, if you're starting out, there is a total reason to have a use for it. It is, a, it is an incredibly good Zeta, and I would highly recommend it to anyone. What are your thoughts on uh, Darth Vader's leader ability? You're baiting me, and I'm not falling for it. What do you mean? How am I baiting you? I love Vader's leader ability for its amazing utility with Bumble. With what? Bumble. How how does Darth Vader help on the dating app? You're married anyway. How do you know about that? Is there a dating app named Bumble? Yeah. Oh, you have a girlfriend. How do you know? Well, because I used to not have a girlfriend. Wait, did you meet on it? Let's talk to them about sponsorship. No, actually I didn't. Um, actually, one of my friends hooked us up, but that's beside the point. Anyway, so... uh oh, sorry. Yeah, the soldier female and I did not meet on Bumble. However... If you're a Tinder user, I highly recommend Bubble over Tinder. Like, that's that's not even close, in my opinion. Um, we're way off in the weeds. So... Always, always. Why, I'm why, sorry. Why, so, why Darth Vader's available. Because Bumble and Darth Vader work amazingly together. And that's why I love that ability. Because it's... It is the key ingredient of the... Wampanator, which I did not say Bumble's other name. I said another name there, so that doesn't count. You said Wampanator. 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 Take it to the judges. Anyway, key component, key leadership ability of one of the two teams that can solo Heroic AAT. On top of that, one of the first teams that soloed the Rancor, and really, like, time-consuming solo of the Rancor. Well, later it was. When it first started, it was a little easier because it was not resisted, and, and it could it happened every time, so it always made it real easy. But think of it this way. You want to get to the point where CLS can solo the Rancor for you. Yes. The only way to get CLS is to get R2-D2. The only way to get R2-D2 is to have a full Empire team. So if you're on your way to getting CLS and you are already at the point where you're using Zetas, it's a Zeta you can invest in 
that it will still help you to possibly, maybe not solo, because you don't have all the Empire characters to make that happen, but still get giant Rancor scores at that point. I still think that Zader's leadability at a, at a, at a, for newer players will always be good. So what you're saying a lot of things. is swipe right on Darth Vader's leader ability. If that's the good one, totally saying that. <laughs> uh, but I have no idea, so probably. Gotcha. All right. So uh, the next one would be either the Night Sisters. I'll be honest, I don't care which one, but... Asajj Ventress or Mother Towson, they're both absolutely incredible. Um, like, they both seem to be about equally as good. I would say Mother Towson's probably slightly better for Arena, but Asajj's probably slightly better for the raid. I don't know. They're they're both just freaking good. If you want to go Night Sisters, Zeta one of those two, and you'll be very, very happy. So they are kind of tied for fifth, depending on which Night Sister you want to go with. Um, Makes sense. I was very hard-pressed to put Qui-Gon's leader ability on here. I wanted to. I just couldn't find room for it. It just... With... New players, man. It's still a decent one for new players, for sure. It's okay. See, the problem is that Emperor Palpatine just really wrecks that team. If if you're trying in to... In arena, but but in other where areas else of the game, is it's still Qui-Gon's good. good. Light side territory battles? It's pretty good. It's not great. It Qui-Gon without the Zeta is still damn good in dark side territory battles. So I, I don't think you need a Zeta for it to be a game changer there. Yeah. I would say I use it on my B account every light side territory battle. I love it. I mean so that's the only reason I put it up there. I mean, if you have it, I would obviously use it. I just I, I don't think it's I I hate saying it, but I don't think it should be that high because of that. What about... I, I honestly I'm, think... I'm looking through the list here. I think Grandmaster Yoda might be a better Zeta investment as a Jedi leader than Qui-Gon Jinn. In general. Who? Who did you say? Grandmaster Yoda. In this... In this time of the game possibly i won't disagree another one i was i was thinking about um this is probably more mid game not new player uh darth mauls is great it is really good there's no doubt about it there there were a lot that i had to leave off that were there there's a lot of pretty good zetas i just don't i think those 5 they really change a faction from being worthless to unbelievable. And I don't know that any of the other ones really do that quite as much. I'm looking through them. Um, the only ones I've really mentioned are the ones that... Uh... Yeah, so... I haven't really seen any other ones that I would add to this beside to your list. You have to do top five. So top five is always going to leave something off, but I'm just putting things out there Agreed. that are uh, other things to think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, the only other one I can speak to is uh, you don't have Darth Treyas on there. 
That is because I'm just, I'm just I'm just kidding. Um, that is because I, really I am say... waiting until May to put it on there. Whenever someone actually has her. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say the actual one you don't have on there is Luke Skywalker Farm Boy. Yeah. That's a joke. We can move on to the next section. By the way, perfect. So these are other Zetas that I really, really just love. Um, Bumbles should be number one, but somehow you don't have it on here, so I completely I disregard this whole list. Still don't know what a bumble is. I if I could have Zeted my Bumble profile and like got that many more hits, you know, whenever I was single, I would have been in a pretty good spot. <laughs> I feel like, but I wasn't. So. Um, what does Zeta-ing Bumble do exactly? Bumble's Zeta is the one where he gains extra damage for every dot on the enemy that he hits. Mm. It's pretty much the one that makes him the beast that he is. Uh, I thought, everything that, I thought that was his DNA. Anyway, so... You think you it's think so, let, let me just say what it is real fast. I think this it's, is not new game, so I mean it really might not fit on your list anyway. But it's the one that uh, Wampa has ten percent counter chance plus plus five percent health steal plus five percent offense for each damage over time effect on each enemy. So I mean, you get a lot of DOTs, and he can get he can get pretty pretty nasty to say the least. Pretty um, beastly. That's why I said I like Vader's uh, leader ability also. So, But we're talking new players, so just completely forget me because Wampa is not new player. Indeed. So, um, the I, I picked five others that I absolutely love, and what's funny about this list is I have them all done. And I'm going to explain why I love each of them. So... Outrage for Kylo Ren. This is not Kylo Ren Unmasked. This is the other Kylo Ren. This is the one where his second special allows him to recover protection. This was the second Zeta I ever done, and I still absolutely love it to this point. It is amazing. It is so good. I love using it in the raid. It allows him to just go friggin' beast mode on everybody and just completely wreck face. So good. Um, strength flows from the force. This is Hermit Yoda. Actually, both of I have both the Hermit Yodas on here. Strength flows from the force reduces the cooldown of his heal by one and allows him to recover or give twenty percent protection back. It is just so good. It is if you're using him, you're using him as a healer. Having his big heal there is obviously nice. Do or do not, though, is the big game changer. This is the one where if someone dies, it resets all of his cooldowns. And that, if you're only picking one, I think that's the one you should do. Especially if you're doing Sith Raid. Because the Scarif Rebel Pathfinder team in the Sith Raid, no matter what variation you're using, whether you're using the CLS with Zeta version or using my Boba with Leia version, it is so good whenever you get... Uh, Pathfinder knocked out because you can heal everyone back up if you need to or you can call everyone with Grandmaster training into assist and it is just a it, it's so good maybe I have an affection for this because like the hermit version of Yoda is my favorite character in all of Star Wars I don't know but either way 
both of his Zetas are on this list because I do absolutely love them both. Um, I I use him in arena. I use him in raids. I I mean Sith raid, heroic AT raid. Um, it I use him for just about everything in this game. He is so good. Highly recommended. And um, roll with the punches for BB-8. That's the one that whenever he attacks out of turn, he calls in a resistance character to assist, which means that you're just more chances to expose, which is always good, and more chances to do damage. So yeah, why not? I think that is an amazing Zeta, especially for Arena and the Sith Raid. And then my last one is Combat Analysis. This was one that I had a hate relationship for a long time. But I realized in Phase 4 of the Heroic AAT a long time ago that this Zeta is really, really amazing. Because you get all those debuffs on you and you're attacking all the time. And allows you to clear those off and actually stay in a really good spot. You look like you're about to say something. I just had a thought. New player segment. Okay. Others you love. Two Hermit Yoda. Yeah. Other Zetas that I love. New player segment. What are the odds they're going to have Hermit Yoda? Damn it, this is my list. <laughs> hey, you put it under the you put it under the banner of new player segment. We're, we're going to just say we're going to we're going to talk about other Zetas here in a second. Um Oh, I will. I will talk about them. So, so Straight to your face. But th- this list is more about just taking all the Zetas in the game, looking at them, and telling you which ones have the best overall return on investment. I don't think any of these let's, Zetas let's, will ever go away. I think they will always be amazing. Well, let's be completely honest, okay? Look at the list of characters that have Zetas. For the most part, they are not the mo- the easiest characters to farm. That is... A lot of them come from places that are... Takes a while to get them. So unless you're farming that specific character on purpose, you're not going to accidentally fall into a seven-star character of this. Like you can with characters from stores that just come quickly. That's a good so, point. A lot new player segment for Zetas, yeah, it's gonna be very situational because it really only matters on what you farmed. That's so true. our ideas and the things that we base these new player Zetas on are if you follow the set form of fo- grab these car they're these players or characters because they're the best ones, these are your best Zetas. If you don't have that character and you can't add that Zeta. It totally makes sense that uh, it's not the best Zeta for you. Something else might be the best Zeta for you because you don't want a Zeta a three-star character. So it's it's hard to put a value on these things. And that's why when these lists come out from every content creator, they're always highly contested because every person plays the game differently, right? So this guy over here might love Jedi. Jedi suck. But guess what? This guy doesn't care about the meta. He just wants all the Jedi. So Grandmaster Yoda's Zeta is amazing on his leader. He wants that. Or he wants 
Kaigon Jin Zeta. That's another one that's great for him. Anything that would work with those Jedi. Um, General Kenobi doesn't have one, so I can't say him. He might someday. That might become on the list for a Jedi person. But it's it's all relative to your roster, really, for what makes the best Zeta. As far as overall in the game for new players, if you were to farm this character, having them would make this the best Zeta. So it really just depends on if you follow what everyone likes and what everyone gets, there's just great Zetas that in that aspect. It just dep- It's all relative to your roster. And as an overarching theme, if you are to farm these characters as you go and not focus on less liked characters in the game just because you like them, then you'll have these characters to Zeta. But if you go off and farm what you like as opposed to what's good, then, uh, you know, it's it's it'll make it harder to rank for you specifically. So with that said, I'd like to say one of my favorite Zetas, and this is a funny one because literally... Eight months ago, when I farmed him to seven star, this Zeta would have made no difference for anyone. It wouldn't have mattered um, because no one had him and there weren't Imperial Troopers. But quickly, Imperial Troopers have become a gigantic faction in this game, which also makes General Veers unique and amazing Zeta. Not necessarily a new player Zeta. That's a good Because all you can farm him on... All you can farm him for is three hard nodes. It's tough. And you can also get him in Guild Event Store. But it's tough to farm him. But as if we want to list the, some of the best Zetas in the game, his is definitely one of them. No doubt about it. So. I, I really do. I absolutely love that Zeta beyond belief. It For Dark Side Territory Battles, it's unbelievable. It's almost a must if you want Imperial Probe Droid. Um, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really good. Uh, another one. I mean, it's. You I say it's not a requirement. No, but one thing we definitely look for in new recruits to Shattered Order is what does your Imperial Trooper team look like? Yep. We don't. I don't always look at if if their Veers has a Zeta or not, but you know how geared are your troopers? Have you ever focused on them? Because that is just a team at this point in the game, that is very important. Well, for one, Death Trooper, very important in the new raid. Um, Indeed. If you want to get your Imperial tr- uh, Probe Drive to seven stars, you got to have a guild full of Imperial Trooper teams. I mean, it's just... have it, That's just a great Zeta right now, for sure. I really cannot disagree with you at all. Uh uh, another one that's really common that people have is Ebb and Flow. I think it's good, but I don't think it's great. I I still haven't zated it because I I don't know that it's worth it. Um, another one that I really want to do, though, I, is Ezra. I just... E- Ezra. Oh, dude's awesome. Um, Our good friend, McMillan or to everyone else known as McMull2, mm-hmm. put out a really cool video about Phoenix this week for Phase 2 of the Heroic, and a gigantic chunk of Phase 2 damage that you can do with that team. And uh, he worked with MedTech, which was 
He was actually the guild leader of one of my former B account guilds. Really cool guy. But him and McMole worked out some video footage of a I can't remember the exact damage number, but it's it was between six and a half six and a half to eight and a half in phase two damage with uh gear twelve Phoenix with just a Zeta on this Damn. is has nothing to do with our Zeta rankings, but it's just something I wanted to mention because I like McMullen and I like shouting him out. But six and a half to eight per eight and a half percent gear twelve Phoenix with all it needs is you would think it would need all the Zetas for Phoenix, which is every character, but all you need is the uh Sabine one and the Kanan one to be getting big damage there. So that's another team for people to think about in there, because that is a lot of damage for a team that is very annoying in territory wars when they're geared, very good for light side territory battles. If they can be good in the Sith raid, I mean, it's just a good team to go after. Hard to disagree. I, You know what? You want to know a Zeta that I've always wanted to do, but I've just never done simply for the fact I don't have a place for him? What? Savage Opress, because that guy is a freaking jerk. He's good. If you're going Sith and, like, you're going to do Maul or whatever, Savage Opress is freaking ridiculous. God, I, I used to hate that. I used to have nightmares about that Zeta. It was such a pain in the ass. Uh, it's still really good. I, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go to the other pages of the Zetas. I'm just looking over the first of the four pages on the Zeta rankings on Swaga.giga. Swaga.giga. And those, these are the ones I've seen. Cody. Eh. If Clones. It's not... Okay, so let's say if it was a year ago, I would have ranked that in my top five. Amazing leader ability Zeta. Not really useful for much these days. Always was a fun one, though. Yeah. So you can see from the Zeta report the remnants of how good that Zeta was because it is still really far up that list. Uh, one thing I want to rant on real quick is people are always at, talking about Zetaing Sabine. If you're trying to come up with a good Phase 2 team for Heroic, eight, or, sorry, Heroic Sith or Phase 6 of the Sith, whatever, you don't need a freaking Zeta on Sabine. It's kind of worthless. Uh, however... I do think Jyn Erso, her leader ability is really good, especially for light side territory battles. I She has a lot of synergy, can be a really good leader. And another one would be Boba Fett, uh, the Bounty Hunter's Resolve, where he gets 100% protection whenever he takes out an enemy. That That is still a really good Zeta. It is really useful in a lot of spots. And that's one that might be coming back into usefulness this month so you know we'll see hey hey you'll have to tell us about it because i know you you have it obviously that was my first zeta ever you want to okay sidetrack again sorry we'll get to trivia here pretty quickly but i just wanted to say you know one of my biggest disappointments from mcmull's video about phoenix what that Hera's zeta wasn't a requirement <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have it. Let's go. Oh, you don't need it? Of course you I, don't. I'll be Why honest. Would you need it? I don't even know what Hera Zeta does. So I am going to look it up. 
It is. Um, you, I'm it, sure you know. Just it calls in an assist, and the person you call in to assist, uh, it you dispel all the debuffs on them. Yeah, so it adds twenty five percent potency and dispels all debuffs. And if target is Phoenix, reduce their cooldowns by one and grant them fifty percent turn meter. That's not. It bad. is not the worst Zeta That's in the not world. Bad. It's, it's good Zeta. It's just. I will say this, and I'm, I was kind of surprised. Last Territory War, I threw in my uh, my Phoenix team, which is three Gear 10s, which is Hera, Sabine, and Ezra. And then I have a Gear 9 Chopper and a Gear, a gear 8 Kanan. That team got five defenses. So I don't know if wow. that Zeta helped me out in that, but uh, five defenses was... Very surprising with that gear level on that team. You know, so. something that could be interesting is like if you're using the old Ben Wampa team, is if you throw Hera in with Sabine, you could keep you could kind of keep spamming that ability onto Sabine whenever you get a chance, and she could do armor shred back to back in turn. Like she could basically do two armor shreds really close together, and that could that could have some interesting potential. And especially if you were to throw uh, her revive on Sabine. Exactly, yeah. Now, I don't... And I'm not quite sure if her basic, the expose, is unresistable. The one that's... uh, It is resistible. But if you you throw the revive on Sabine, and then if you're using Hermit Yoda, make sure you have Grandmaster's training on Sabine, and then, you know, she would die, revive... Re- you could have a reset Hermit Yoda's cooldowns. Could be interesting. Bring her right back up. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. That would require we go. an extra Zeta, you know, granted one that's <laughs> better than Harris, but whatever. Rolling off the tracks, we just continue to theory craft and you know, we know people like that, so it's fine. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, well, that was Zeta's, and they're fun. I just, uh, they're very situational to your roster, but, uh, as far That's as true. overarching and how, how, uh, what the best ones in such, in just, let's say you had every character. Those are the best ones for certain situations. Yep. So. And like we said, it's all roster dependent, but I mean, these are ones that you will never regret. You, I mean, You'll you'll never regret putting it binds all things on Luke or number crunch on our. It just it's not gonna happen. They're too good mm-hmm. in too many places in the game, even if you're not using them in arena. So um, don't ever hesitate about doing those. Uh, they're they're crazy freaking good. I agree. All right. Well, before we get into our last thing, uh, we might as well tell people that they can go to patreon.com slash shattered order if they want to support the podcast and hear all the awesome roster reviews I've been doing and will be doing because you can go check those out and that will give you a ton of info about your own roster. We actually have a couple up on our feed for the podcast that as, you know, kind of samples, you can go check those out and if you want more of information like that, Go become a Patreon subscriber, and there, you know, hopefully by mid-April or so, there will be three or four on there that you can go check out and get some pretty good information on. Uh, I 
try to do one of those a month no matter what. So that's information that you'll be getting as far as it's always going to be updated and kind of stuff go talking about stuff going forward and events and all that stuff. So definitely go check that out. Also, shatteredorder.com. Make sure you go check it out. My gear guide's on there. There's some cool articles. If you have written like any awesome articles about Swaga or anything, hit me up and I would love to put it up on the website, you know, uh, to where people can go check it out. Um, I think that's that's something that would be really cool to start doing a little bit more often is... So, me and you have never talked about this. We're doing it live. Okay. If there are people that are interested in writing for the website, you have good content that you are interested in having a voice somewhere, and you love the podcast, you're one of the people we hang out with all the time, we, we would love to give you a voice, you know? Absolutely. Because... There are our podcast chat, the people we hang out with all day long, every day. There are so many great theory crafters, great people in general. If you want to write something for the website and have us post it, giving you all the credit in the world, big, bold letters, I don't even care. We would love to put it on there and get your stuff out there because I know for a fact that people are posting things in our podcast chat all the time great information that if more people knew they would use it so no doubt about it if you are interested in that let us know because we would love to have you have you helping us out and helping everyone else out so yeah giving you a voice is totally something we're interested in uh this is a total free plug for squarespace but their website design is really cool it's really great and one thing that allows us to do is we can get on there and have editors and stuff like that. We can give different roles to people. So if you're one of those people that's interested in, you know, if you do stuff on occasion and you want somewhere to post it, hit us up and I can give you permissions to be able to get on, um, you know, our Swoga Articles blog and be able to post stuff on there. Uh, you know, that's something that I think would be really cool to do. And so if you're interested in that, definitely hit one of us up and we would, you know, love to be able to make that work. For sure. Um, other things, whenever you go there, you can go, there are links for everything. Uh, go hit up our Amazon link anytime you go buy anything from Amazon. Literally does, if you're going to buy toilet paper, please just go hit the Amazon link. It takes two seconds and it really does help us. Uh, you know, it, it's... It does make a difference, and we would really appreciate it. AudibleTrial.com slash Shattered Order if you want to go listen to one of these really great Thrawn books. Or what you should really do is the Thrawn book that came out last year. You can go listen to that on there, and it is absolutely spectacular. But the new one is coming out in June or July. And you should really go read or listen to the previous Thrawn book before because it, God, is so damn good. And I absolutely cannot wait for the new one to come out. So if you want a free book, you know, go there and hit that link up. Anything else? I think that we have hit that sweet jazz point. (laughs) 
It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. I don't like this topic. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So. I've decided to do something. Um, that I'm probably going to... I hope it's a good something. For you it is. Okay, thank you. So, God. last week was episode four of the season, which would have mean that I won the season. On, a, on the, uh, the good old... Lightning round. Agreed. And because neither one of us really like the rules for lightning round, we've decided to change the rules of lightning round in which if you get a question wrong, the other person essentially has a chance to steal it. And because of that, what I've decided to do, because these rules were not in place last week, this week is the tiebreaker. We're both at zero. Whoever wins this week wins the season. Sudden death. Sudden death. I'm in. All right. I'm in. I like it. I'm going to regret you, this, sir. but we'll see. So we're gonna... We'll see, because you picked the topic, so it might be okay. Yes. And so we have some punishments coming up. Uh, oh, do we? I am working on one of my punishments. It is a Swoga parody song. I've got about half of it written. (laughs) I'm going to have to start mine this week, so I will be ready. So soon. Soon, y'all are going to have some really amazing parody music from Dan and I on the podcast in the next week or two. That'll be our double punishment. You'll get to hear Wink's, uh, Wink's parody song and my parody song. It's going to be glorious. Just wait. Our mixtape will be straight fire. Oh, just indeed. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we get into... Question one. Let's do that, because it's sudden death, and I like it. All the pressure is on. As of now, you owe two punishments. I owe one. So... Which is why I have to win. You you definitely need to, no doubt about it. I am on a freaking terrible losing streak. We started this and I was the man. I was the man. That changed. I turned into the hot garbage. Indeed. Of trivia. And I hate it. You started out like Mike Gundy. I'm a man, I'm 40. But, yeah. (laughs) It was more like... I was Mike Tyson at the beginning of his career, and then I just moved into the... the, the there was a sudden drop. Yeah, I'm old. What about it? We're all getting old. All right, let's do this. Shatterer trivia. Ships. Question one. Name all ships, including capital ships, with a tax that cannot be evaded. Deduct a point for each wrong answer after two wrong answers. Mm. Which means I'm only going to guess two, because I have no freaking clue. 
Do you know any? I, Give me a hint as to where whether I'm screwed here. No. Because the answer, it doesn't even tell you how many points you can get. It just says some points. So I don't even know how many right Repeat answers Repeat the are. question. Name all ships, including capital ships, with a tax that cannot be evaded. Deduct a point for each wrong answer after two wrong answers. I know a five. Holy crap, I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't think I... I know of one, and I have one guess, and I'm not guessing anymore after that because I'm not deducting two points. Well, hold on. It said you or- deduct one point... After you miss two, right? Yes, yes. So you can take a guess. Oh, I have my guess, and then I have my right answer. But I'm not doing anything else after that. Gotcha, okay. But if you have five, I'm already down three, so... Touche, touche. All right, yeah, I've got my answers. You ready? I'm ready. All right, what do you got? I am showing my answers on the live stream. All right, so you have one of the same ones as me. Okay. The only one I can remember was the one that we've talked about on the show, and that's Poe, even though I don't have his ship. Okay. The other one I had a, I just guessed was Thrawn, because it said including, including capital ships. Yes. So Chimera is one. His ultimate is unavailable. The Executrix, the TIE Fighter Strike, is also unavailable. Darth Vader's basic is unavailable. And Rex has a special that I believe is unavailable. Okay. Well, let's see. Vader's tie. Poe's X-Wing. Chimera. Executrix. And Baston's U-Wing. Ooh, Baston. So, I got two and you got four. I, I want to go I want to go look up Rex because I am pretty certain that Rex has one and I think may have got messed. Well, I'm in ships right now because I just did my uh, my fleet arena battle. You said Rex? Yes. Uh, Rex's is available. It might be Clone yep. Sergeant. Clone Sergeant's what I was thinking of. His special, if an enemy's target locked, this attack is an automatic critical hit and can't be evaded. Gotcha. Alright, so I only got four. Good to know. I did not mean to play the crickets, but I did play the crickets. Okay. And it is four to two. Four to two. Starting strong. Whoa. Whoa, I killed the trivia music. It's still going. I still hear it. I just... Well, because I just turned it back on. There was no interruption of service on my end. Good. Much like our internets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right. Question two. Question two, here we go. (sighs) Which First Order ships are capable of granting turn meter to either themselves or their allies? 
one point for partial, three points for perfect. Which means I can get an automatic one point if I list all the first order tie pilots. <laughs> or first order ships. Interesting strategy. I like it. Probably shouldn't have said it out loud. That's pretty good. Um... I'm missing one. I cannot think of what it is, though. Hmm. I don't even... Actually, I don't even know how many First Order ships there are in the freaking game. No? Well, I got my answer. I have got my answers. All right, what do you got? I have Kylo's shuttle and the slicer. All right, well, I listed them all, so. I have First Order TIE, Kylo's shuttle, First Order Special Forces TIE fighter, Ah. and silencer. Interesting. And the answers... That's my uh, fist pump because it's every single one. First order, first order, special force Tie Fighter, first order Tie Fighter, Kylo Shuttle, and the Tie Silencer. Three points, Dan. How does first order Tie Fighter give turn meter? I'm going to look this up. First Order TIE Fighter gains 16.5% turn meter whenever a target-locked enemy is damaged by an attack. Interesting. One, two, three. Wink got one. That's five to five, baby. Coming back. You're coming back, indeed. All right. We're tied again. Back to zero, zero. Question three. Or... Question three. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Question three. Here we go. Some people like to run AOE teams in ships. Which two of these ships cannot hit multiple targets in a turn? First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter... Slave 1, Millennium Falcon, Ghost, Phantom 2, and TIE Reaper. That's a weird question. Basically, who can't AoE? Um... 
I really want to go with these two, but I don't really know that one well enough to pick it, so I'm just going to go with this other one. I have an answer. I don't know if it's right. It says up to two points, so I assume if you get them both right, you get two points. If you get one, you get one, whatever. Oh no, my toothpick broke. I'm in trouble. Alright, I got my answers. Alright, what do you got? I know the Ty Reapers one, and I'm saying the Millennium Falcon is the other. Well, the Millennium Falcon is definitely wrong. Because that's the one that can almost wipe out a team if he has three buffs on him. Okay, damn. It's, it's, a, it's an awesome AoE, for sure. At Phantom 2, I'm pretty positive, cannot do an AoE. And I put First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter. I know it does an AoE. And that's the problem, because the, remember when I said I want to put these two, but I don't know if this one well enough? Reaper was the one I didn't know well enough, so gotcha. I put Special Forces TIE Fighter. So I'm pretty sure I got one and you got one. It is... Yeah, it's Phantom 2 and TIE Reaper. Well, still tied. I, I like the note. The SO podcast is not endorsing an AOE team. <laughs> Love it. Question Good call, four. Tesh. Question four. So we're tied up at 6-6. Six, six. Indeed. Which ships can passively increase their speed as part of a unique... Deduct a point for every wrong answer after one wrong answer. Up to four and after four points, so there's four of them. I I like this giving a cushion thing on a wrong answer, like having a one wrong answer cushion. That is a great idea for the trivia. Like yeah, like you have a chance to get one wrong. Exactly. Is that is that is a good way to do things. Good thinking. Here's my question though. Passively increasing their speed, does that include turn meter gain? You're asking the wrong guy. I don't know. I don't know enough about ships to, to to even make guesses on this. There's four, and there's only like seven ships. So I mean, I have a pretty good chance to guess one of them. So I have one answer. Do you have? Do you have any you know for sure? No. All right, then we're in the same boat here. I'm trying to Why don't you of- guess like... The best thing you can do here is guess like six. That's very funny. Because uh... <laughs> I'm guessing what? That's all you're getting from me. Oh, 
I think I just thought of one. Alright, I have two answers, and that's what I'm sticking with. Alright, what do you got? I have Kylo's shuttle and Bastan's U-wing. Interesting. I don't know anything about Bastan, so it might be. I don't know anything about Kylo's shuttle, so it might be. I put TIE Silencer. Okay. Let's see who got it. What did you put? Kylo's shuttle and Bastan's U-wing. My heart hurts. The answers are TIE Silencer, which I got. Okay. Gauntlet Starfighter, Kylo's Command Shuttle, and Bastan's U-wing. Yes! There we so you're go. You're up by one. Eight to seven. It is. Eight to seven. Whew. Coming down on the wire. No kidding. Watch this next one be worth one. <laughs> We're about to find out. Question number <laughs> five. Oh, it's a lightning round. Ooh, all right. So just to be clear, the new rules for lightning rounds are, say, if I go first and I get it wrong, then Dan has a chance to steal my answer, and then he gets his turn. So if somebody gets one wrong, the other person can actually get two in a row before it comes back to the other person. And we stay alternating like that, so. Yep. And you can't steal a bonus answer. If you get a bonus answer wrong... Nothing happens. Just nobody gets points. All right. So the real question is, does anyone have a QR code reader that's still in chat? Because we're going to need someone to keep track of what's right and what's wrong. I'll wait. I'll wait. J-Pod's not here, so we know he can't do it. Who has done it before? Mm. Ace Tui, I, I think you've done it before. Uh, Fyrus, you might have done it before. We'll see. Ooh. We'll see. This is intense. This is this is camping. <laughs> Maybe I'll just QR code the answers so I win. There you go. Well, we could just do this, and then, you know, if one of us, you have to, say, challenge the other one to steal an answer, perhaps, and then we can just go back and look at the answers. Say that again? We'll, we'll just... Al- I was reading chat. We'll, we'll just alternate back and forth on answers, and see how it turns out. All right, well, let's do this. We'll both back and forth five answers. And then from there, we'll check our answers. Okay. So we had the most right. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Let's do it. All right. I like, we can do this. All right. So lightning round. Here we go. Let's do it. Blah, 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 blah about lightning rounds. One point for each correct answer plus bonus for the winner. Name a ship that can inflict target lock. I'm losing, so I'll go first. Tie advanced. Okay. I will go with tie fighter. 
I will go with uh, Clone Sergeant's arc, whatever it is. I will go with First Order TIE Fighter. I will go with Five Zumbar and Starfighter. I will go with Boba Fett Slave One. All right, now we're getting in the, the hard section. Oh, man. I hate this. Oh, I want to say that, but I don't know for sure. Um, Phantom 2. Okay. I will go with... The incredible ship <laughs> that they call the I was the hoping, staller. I, I was hoping something would come to me as I said that long, drawn-out sentence. Ah, uh, shit. Um, <laughs> Biggs. Biggs? Yes. All right. Then I'm going to go with uh, Cassian's Ewing. I will go with the Executrix. Is that a... Capital Ship? Does that inflict target lock? On basic, I believe. That's five. Expose on basic. Is that what it is? There's a capital ship that target locks on basic, so I'm pretty sure it's Executrix. I think Executrix does expose on basic. Hmm. All right. We might might have a tie on our hands. Maybe. Because I know that all of mine do the target lock. Yeah, his base executrix matrix. Execusic. God, that word. Executrix basics. Deal physical damage to target enemy and expose them for two turns. God damn it. Then it's freaking mace that does it. Shit. Well, let me make sure because I'm now you got me curious. Yeah, it is mace. Um, where's Biggs? Biggs does it on basic. I know that one. Yeah, okay. There it is. My friend. Let me make sure Cassian's does it and I wasn't lying. Do, 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 do. Does it not? I, really? I do not see it. Oh. I am not seeing it for Cassian. Oh, there it is. Shit. Yep. 
Inflict target lock, damn it. Okay, there it is. Alright, yeah. so you had Cassian tie advanced. Cassian tie advanced. Clone sergeant. Clone sergeant yeah, does? Uh, K2SOs is the one that. Uh, yep. Yes, basic does. K2SO is the one that adds the target lock for the Cassian's fives. His second. His special. Yep. Adds target lock. And then Phantom 2. Phantom 2 does it for the ability that Sabine adds. Inflict target lock on target enemy for two turns with a 50% chance to inflict target lock on another random enemy. Rap. Alright, so we will be tied another week. Yes, we will. Damn, that came down to the wire. I was scared. Damn it. Scared of that one. Ah, wish I could have thought of another one. (laughs) Let's see which ones we didn't say. So, endurance, that's the ones you were thinking of. Yep. First Order Special Forces tie. Interesting. Um, Millennium Falcon, apparently. Huh, did not know that. Resistance X-Wing. I did know that one. Apparently Rex's does, which I wanted to say, but I didn't know for sure, so that's when I went with Phantom. Scimitar. Sunfac. Scimitar does? And apparently. Huh. According to Tesh's answers, Scimitar does. Well, all right. Trivia's tied another week. There you have it. It will be, what, Season 8, Episode 6. Come back next week to see who wins the epic battle of Swaga Trivia. (laughs) Another week of death. Sudden death. So. Well, folks, with that, I would like to say... Thank you to everyone that made it this far with us. I know that those listening on the podcast can eat this in chunks and make it all the way through it whenever they want. But for those of you that hung out with us the entire live stream or big chunks of the live stream, we appreciate you. Um, We've gone back to our long-ass format, so apparently that worked out well with these blog... uh, Almost three hours. Good God. I know, right? Well, anyways... Thank you to all that listened. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us. We will see you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.